You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Ladies and genitals, it gives me no pleasure whatsoever, but because I'm running for re-election, I have to do this. Please welcome the two douchebags, John and Scott. You guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, Total Talk Dances with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And uh, this is episode 254, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 254. And we got a lot to cover, John. A lot. A lot is going on. No doubt. And I'm still monkeying around with my laptop, John. You know, because I, I got the iPad. Yeah. That's some big news. I got the iPad for Father's Day, and I yeah. haven't touched the laptop since then. So now I'm getting reacquainted with the laptop during the show, John. Yeah, I got my, my new iPad, too. You got the one with the retina display? Yeah. Nice. The thing I don't like about iPad, though, is you can't get Amazon streaming or instant video. Yeah, I noticed that, too. It pissed me off. There's no app or nothing. No. Yeah. That is kind of lame. Very lame. Kind of lame. Um, uh, all right, I found what I was looking for. So we can we can get started with this, John. A lot happened since we were gone. Um, yeah. What are some of the things that happened since we were gone? Uh, the Heat. The Heat won the NBA yeah. championship. I really thought the Thunder had a chance. They won that first game, and then I think the Heat won the next four. Reminiscent of when the Bulls played the Lakers 20 years ago, John. Yeah. Remember that? The Bulls lost the first game, and then they won the next four. Boom. Um, And uh, afterwards, uh, I stayed up and I watched Magic Johnson and John Barry and uh, some of those guys on SportsCenter or whatever the hell they were on. And John Barry was already trying to compare LeBron to Jordan. And Magic had a problem with that. Uh, He's like, hey, hey, wait, hold up now. Uh, hell no. Uh, when Michael, Michael. Le- LeBron wins six championships, then no maybe way, Jordan. we can have that conversation. But until then, shut the fuck up is basically yeah. what he told him. And that's all you heard for the next day was uh, the comparisons. And um, How dare they? Well, we'll see. You know, one the other thing that Magic said that I thought was very insightful is uh, this has been a uh, monkey on LeBron's back, right? And yeah. he's finally got this championship. And Magic said, for a lot of players that I played with, because Magic won the championship first yeah. year, but these other guys he played with didn't. It was their first championship during the Lakers runs and things like that. He said that they really loosened up after that, and their game got a lot better because they already had one of the championships under their belt. And if that happens with LeBron, uh, then yeah, then we can start talking about, yeah, there's going to be five or six championships because he's so good now. Um, if this helps his game in any way, he's going to be virtually unstoppable. Yeah. And we'll be seeing the heat, uh, barring injury, in the finals for years to come. But I got to tell you, John, this Thunder team, I like this Thunder team. They're young, they're hungry. Uh, but the one thing about their their superstar John, what's his name? Their superstar OKC. Okay, <laughs> He's a big tall guy, seven yeah. foot. What's his big name? Skinny guy. guy. Skinny. What is his name? Uh, he got the Westbrook there, and yeah. they got the other guy. 
They got uh, Haslam. Yeah. I can name the whole team, but I can't. Oh, Durant. <laughs> Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, yeah. If I was his advisor, I'd say, hey, stop hugging your mom every goddamn two yeah. seconds, all right? Concentrate on the game. Yeah, your baby. What's going on there? Oh, he's <laughs> hugging his mom. <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, I was uh, I was really excited to watch yeah. this series. I'm upset it was only five games. But uh, I haven't been this excited about a series since the Bulls there, yeah. John. That was 98. For crying out loud. And Tiger, he choked again. Tiger choked again. I got another burrito out of yeah. that, John. Oh, you know what happened today? I, it must be embarrassing for a guy that was ranked number one to collect an $86,000 check. <laughs> <laughs> he, he collected 32000 or N0. Well, He's, at least he made the cut he, this time. He was cut twice at the Cadillac and uh, Wells Fargo. Oh, I mean, those you would think you would win, right? It's it's is it a major? I don't think so. Well, I mean, it, golf is a it's a difficult game, John. You've played golf, yeah. right? It's it's oh, uh, I played it uh, Friday. It's a total mind yeah. fuck, yeah. is what it is. And when you're on top of the world and your world comes crumbling down crumbling. because you're crumbling because your wife smacks your car <laughs> with a golf club, your skull because you've a been golf club banging blonde Bang. bimbos. Uh, yeah. who knows how many. That fucks your mind up. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Are you on the Facebook there, John? I need to send you a phone number. Because uh, we might have to call this person later in the show. This is the same person who makes um, makes the wager with me and loses. So uh, today I got my burrito, and uh, we are betting because Tiger's playing again Thursday. I used to bet top three, but now we're betting top five. So if Tiger's in the top five, I lose. If he's yeah. not in the top five, I win. Would it be Would it be this person, Scott? Yeah. What do you think about that, TP? No, it would I'm not tired be. of hearing about your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I visualize a meme. Yeah. What do you think about that, TP? I am tired of hearing about your nuts. <laughs> that was episode 27, John, was when I it? talked about my vasectomy. Was it? Of course. Oh, It was a very man. traumatic experience Tony- for me. Okay, listen to this. Oh, dang it on the Hey, listen to this. Now oh. that we have Tony... Uh, uh, oh, dang it on the I'll take that out of <laughs> Now that we have TP in here. You assholes. <laughs> finally, somebody who voted for Bush is in here. I would like to ask TP Tony... David Holmes. What positive things has George W. done in his presidency? Go ahead, TP. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. The um, un- unemployment is start- starting to come down a little bit anyway. There you go. Unemployment <laughs> is starting to come down, John. Right. What else? What else right. you got? <laughs> Anything else? So painful. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. Not really. <laughs> All right then. Are you happy with the W's performance? For the most part. For the most part, he's doing a great uh, job. I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. <laughs> 
That's great, isn't it? Maybe that's why it's hard to get him back on the show. It could be. Of course, he never heard that because he doesn't have a computer. Well, he has a computer yeah. now. Finally, in 2011, he got a computer. Yeah. <laughs> T.P. Tony. All right, the other thing that had... Oh, go ahead, John. Not to be confused with T.P. the Papooch. Right. The Papooch T.P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other thing that happened, Arizona... The uh, SCOTUS uh, had a ruling about Arizona immigration law today, John. SCOTUS. Rush Limbaugh talked about that all day today. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. And maybe we'll talk about that later. Is Rush... Did Do you have any audio of Rush? No, no, I have no audio. I, I may, but it's not related to that. No. Really? Really. You can look for me to be in orbit with the Mir space station on my own power. Eliminating gas from the digestive system downward through the rectum. No, no, no. But, but yes, but well, maybe not. My, my friends, it, this is, this is really tough for me. It really is because fine. See, the, the, what what what? And 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 beer is a food. Beer is nutritious. Uh, uh, I've got the hiccups here. I, I'm, I, I'm 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 fat, balding, cellulite infested. So I'm. I need help. There you have Fuck it. You! Is that right before the oxy oxytocin? What was he on? Oxycontin? Oxycontin, Oxycontin yeah. These Scandal. Had a job to do, but they were taking pleasure in it. There's something psychologically wrong with that. It's not the act so much. It was like a, a college fraternity prank to stack up naked. Exactly. Men and, but it, but it was, exactly my point. This is no different than what happens at the Skull and Bones Initiation, and we're going to ruin people's lives over it, and we're going to hamper our military effort, and then we are going to really hammer them because they had a good time. You know, these people are being fired at every day. I'm talking about people having a good time. These people- <laughs> <laughs> that was he's talking about, like, Abu Ghraib. They're just having a good time, stacking naked Muslims up and taking pictures. Abu Grab. Abu Grab. You pussy ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 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 What else? So what else happened? Is that it? Um Is Romney's that it? the GOP oh. contender, right? <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Somebody's pranking us. Um, yeah. Well, and then a bunch of TTN news, John. A bunch oh, of TTN news yeah. while we were out. Uh, Jason uh, has a book, his second book out in the series. Berz- Berserker is out. <laughs> Berserker. <laughs> uh, Berserker. I don't, how do you say it? Berserker. Berserker. Yeah. Um. There's been a, a, a lot a, of memes. A lot of memes out there. They're very entertaining and enjoyable. Uh, Tetanus? Are you sure? T T anus. <laughs> Tetanus. I like the Marty ones. Yeah, the, the Marty. Marty ones are funny. Yeah, I was born in America. I saw that I was dying. <laughs> Can't keep making shit and buying shit until indefinitely. That's good, man. I like them all. They're very clever. Yeah. And then, uh, in addition to that, Amber, um, his. She's covering, uh, she's reporting on a book, Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you heard of this book, John? Yeah. 
<clears throat> I haven't. Heard, I didn't hear about it until um, I linked to one of Amber's posts and I started reading it. And I'm. I've read all of them. I think she just released two of them that I haven't had an opportunity to read yet. But I've read them all, and I feel very familiar with this book just by reading her posts, which are very funny. Yeah. And um, now everywhere I look, I see Shades of Grey. It's like on the number one bestseller. It's uh, it's exploded. I don't know if that has anything to do with Amber's Pulse or not. But everybody's reading this book. And when I was at Costco, uh, they had this mountainous pile of this, this book. And the woman at Costco who was working and stacking the books, an old gentleman came by to ask her, well, what is this about? What is this book about? Because it, it's... You wouldn't ask it about any other book yeah. because they, they didn't have a pile right. this big. I mean, it was unbelievable the size of this pile. And the guy was curious. And she couldn't... She didn't articulate it, kind of like I'm doing right now. She's like... like um, um, and it's like... It's um, like really good. It's really... Re- I can't explain it, but it's really, really good. You should read it. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? So uh, I've I've just today I've started to read some articles um, by people that are literary have an education in literature I guess yeah and even they're saying what the fuck is going on uh, so w- why is this tapping into American women uh, because the book is for shit like Amber has pointed out. And I've seen a lot of other reviews where they're saying, when I first read this, I thought it was written by a 14-year-old girl. I mean, this <laughs> this is a ridiculous book. And Amber made that same point. That is your right. But for some reason, women are, uh, I don't think men are buying this book, but no. Uh, somebody at work is reading it. She's on the second one now. That's right, it sticks! <laughs> yeah. The second one? Yeah, there's a second one. Wow. Fifty Shades of Periwinkle or something. I don't know what it's called. So if you get a chance, uh, go to... I don't know. What's Amber's blog? Busy... Hey, listen, listen, you can hear me scratch my beard. You hear that? Busy Biz, <laughs> right? It's Busy Biz? Busy Biz. Look up Busy Biz. Or just look at our uh, Facebook. Well, you have to be invited to our Facebook oh. page, John. And if you oh, if you don't want right. to... you know, if you If you haven't been invited uh-huh. yet... You can do the yeah, busy but can't biz friends thing. invite friends. Friends can invite friends. Yes. Well, we need more of our friends on uh, the TTN Facebook to invite their friends. Yeah. So friends invite your friends. Um, fifty gasps of horror. She's calling it on uh, busy b i z z y b i z dot blogspot dot com. Oh, in addition, she had a inside joke for TTN listeners in one of her blogs. And not only that, I I found a reference to Pauly B in one of her posts. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to know what that was? What? She picked up somebody from the airport wearing only a trench coat. Nothing on underneath. She did or he did? She did. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know that's Polly B? 
Who else would it be? Who else would Amber pick uh, up from the I airport? I don't know, man. Wearing an overcoat with... Uh, and Polly B told us that story. Did he? Mm-hmm. He said, I... Amber, pick me up with a bloody <laughs> trench coat on. <laughs> you fucking filthy flipper fuck. Septics, you septic, fucking septics. You fucking flipper septic fuck. <laughs> well, that's allegedly. Allegedly you, that happened. You half a man. Uh, then, in additional TTN news, John, listener George has released... Version four yeah. and five since we've been out. Episode, and get this, John. Episode. Uh, I just saw. Episode. I just posted version five yesterday yeah. to the Facebook page. And he comes out with another one. He's got another He's one. He's got another one. He's got three shows before we even get one show out. Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, it's going to take me a while to yeah, get Yeah, now that we there. got here all my shorts. They're posting on our. Th- what the fuck? Berserker is all over our TTN. Not a single mention in the book. Oh, but mediocre shows in this book. How do you know we're not mentioned in the book? I was told that we are mentioned in the book. Oh, we are? We're not mentioned in the acknowledgments. Oh. But we are mentioned in the book. We are. Yeah. Is it available on Kindle, John? Because I got my new iPad, and I can download it on Kindle. Can you do searches in Kindle? Yeah. Yeah, I can search for TTN. Oh, I'm going to have to download it on my iPad as well. I don't have it yet. My daughter still hasn't given up my hard copy that she stole. Stole. That uh, Jason sent us. So I haven't even gotten to read the first one yet. I'm going to have to download both of them now. Speaking of books, John, uh, your wife loaned me a Stephen King book. And I'm not a big fiction reader. Like the last fiction I read is The Hobbit. I can't read Stephen King. And The Lord of the Rings. Even though Jason has been compared to Stephen King. I guess I read some Tom Clancy. He was he, his. Uh, he had reviews comparing the writing and characters really? to the likes of Lee Child and Stephen King. Yeah, I will uh, because the one thing I I, did, I can't read Stephen King. Why not? I just can't. He takes too long to s- describe the lighting in a room. Right, but but when you learn that, when you learn that, you, you can skim, skim it. right over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you pick up the pace of that, you can do that. <laughs> So the book that your wife gave me was the room about. Was dark. Um, there was dust flying in the air. I think the title was. There was a chair was. in the corner with a <laughs> towel thrown over it. I wasn't sure if it was it pink or was it yellow. I don't know. But anyways, the chair was wicker, and you're like, "Come on, already! I know the room's dark. Is there blood? What's happening?" Well, this book that your wife loaned me, and I gave it back tonight. What's it called? Um, I think it's called Eleven Twenty Three Sixty Three. 2263. I think that's what it's called, but I don't know. Uh, but it's My wife reads those books in a day. In a day? It took me like uh, a week and a half. She, she's done. Well, she probably... I had to get her a Kindle because uh, she's stacking these books up next to her bed. We're going to have a fire. She probably figured out how to skip all the... Skim it. Exploratory yeah. or explanatory, explicit, expl- yeah, yeah. So Jesus skips right over that because it. T- I read everything right, so it took me a week and a half. <laughs> um, and at one point, I said, "I'm going to start skipping over this shit." But then I'm like, "Well, what if I miss something? I don't want to miss something." Yeah. So I I liked it because it involved time travel, and I thought it was a really cool concept. You don't give a this shit. guy can travel back in time. 
1958. He always starts September 9th, 1958. Really? And he can spend as much time as he wants, like years, but when he comes back, it's only two minutes later. We could travel back in time, too. Yeah, we have a time machine. That's why I think I'm intrigued by it. Um, But what happens is is the the original guy who found this porthole, porthole, He convinces this other guy. A porthole? He convinces this English teacher to... You mean uh, portal? To go back... A a porthole? To 1958. Is that how you read as you're reading along? Porthole. And Jason found a (laughs) porthole. I can see you in your own brain going, and then Jason found a (laughs) porthole. A porthole. Yeah, it wasn't... His name wasn't Jason. It was... um, uh, Frank was one of them. When I say Jason, I thought I said James. Did I say Jason? I don't know. So, uh... What's a interesting? <laughs> <laughs> so this original guy who finds it, he gets cancer, but he convinces this English teacher, you need to go back to 1958 and then live for five years to stop Lee Harvey Oswald from killing uh, Kennedy, from assassinating Kennedy. And he, he lists like a chapter, not a chapter, maybe two pages of reasons why if you stop killing the killing of Kennedy... There's going to be no Vietnam. There's going to be none of this, none of that, none of the other thing. Whoa. So he convinces this guy. So the guy tries it out. You know, he thinks this guy's bullshitting him. So he tries it out a couple of times. And it's, it's, I thought it was really, really interesting. And, but then, you know, he's got to, he's got to be there in Texas for five years. And that kind of drags a little bit. Yeah. Kind of drags. Uh, but then he does manage to, um, well, I don't want to give it away. But uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was give it good. away, give it away. Give so it then away I'm like, now. wow, you know, I, I I haven't read fiction in a long time, so now I'm interested in time travel fiction. So I go to Amazon, I got my Kindle thing, and I type in time travel, and I get the most critically acclaimed time travel Your novel. Kindle thing? What Kindle thing? My Kindle app on my new oh. iPad, John. So I find this book called Replay, Replay, and it's a really interesting concept but i cannot fucking stand the writing i cannot stand the writing <laughs> so i need to go back uh, and find go something back in else time and punch the guy in the face <laughs> i there in the first page there's like 50 semicolons really is that necessary <laughs> but it's a great concept the concept of that book is that um this guy, he's forty three. He's in a, his marriage. He's got a couple of kids, but he's not happy. And he, he, both he and his wife know that they're just in it for the kids. And he dies. He's forty three, and he dies. And he realizes that he dies. But he then he goes on to describe all these things that are happening. And he's like, "Wait a minute! I thought I was dead. How can I describe this shit?" And then he gets sent back to his freshman year of college. And he starts over. And he gets to start, but he has the knowledge of living his life and then taking yeah. that knowledge back to when he was a freshman in college. So it's I think it's a really great idea, but I, the writing is excruciating. There was one sentence. Well, I don't even know if it was a sentence. One portion of this, I read like 10 times. I'm like, what the fuck is he trying to say? It's like reading uh, emails from Marty. It was so discouraging. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out, so I just skipped it. I said, yeah. hey, it can't be that important. If I can't figure it out, it can't be that important to the story. 
Because your low gray matter can't handle it. <laughs> right. Low level of gray matter. But when I came to your house, John, but. I talked to your lovely wife. I said, hey, here's your book back. I gave her a book back. And I said, I dig Stephen King. So I know that you read a lot of Stephen King. I want you to recommend to me the best Stephen King you've read. And I want to read that. So she recommended The Stand. Oh, and you say, oh, it's like did you 5, try to read it? Thousand pages, <laughs> is it? Yeah, he's long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing I noticed is the the, I guess you would call him the protagonist or the hero of yeah. this book. Um, he is never at a loss for witty comebacks. Yeah, like he's in, clever. Yeah, and. So that kind of, uh, for me, it, it affects the authenticity of it. You know, yeah, forget about the portals and time travel and all that stuff. Because he's so witty with his comebacks, it's like, okay, that that was thought about uh, for days. And yeah. then he wrote it down. Because yeah. that's not how people... Because when I have a witty comeback, it's, hey, what, did faggot school get the day off? I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not eloquent, you know? That is pretty eloquent, man. I mean, it's got a lot of got a lot of miles on it now. <laughs> hey, there's not a meme out there yet. <laughs> you, go can't be cool. <laughs> you can't go full Marty. <laughs> on a scale from one to Marty. Yeah, one yes. to Marty. Yes. 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 Now, the other big news. Oh, so we talked about Listener George, right? Yeah. He released four or five since we've that been out. Is. And I just got an email for six. Yeah. So I gotta, I'll got i post that as well. Damn wetter bell beep. Um, then the other TTN news uh. is air out my shorts. So we had Preston Buttons and the word whore on our show. Whore. <laughs> and I thought we had him on because there was this big announcement, right? We are, They're going to have this big announcement. Big. And then they're like, uh, uh, no. Well, the word whore was like, well, no, we don't have that ready yet. So we don't want to talk about no, that. We were just calling in to. So then <laughs> not even 24 hours after that show, she sent us an email, which I can't find. Yeah. Which said, yeah, here's the, the here's the big announcement. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. Uh, but apparently, do you think she was upset with us because of the all the sound? Uh... No. Why would you be upset? That's silly, John. It was killing me. Now, does Thunderbird have a way to search for senders? Senders, John. Oh, this guy. This isn't going to work. <laughs> What's not going to work? Uh, oh, I might be playing in a band. Which band? And the ba- I, I can't tell you on the air. And the guy's like, the bass player guy said, yeah, how about 7.30 to 8, you know, start Thursday night. He goes, it'd have to be more like 5 or 6. I get up at 4 a.m. Well, that ain't going to work because I don't get home until 6.30. Yeah, that's yeah. going to work great. Okay. So what well, band is this? What's the name? There's name? no name. Just There's the guys getting yet. together. It's, uh, it's a tryout. Any right guys now. I know? No. Where are you going to play? I can't say. How did you get involved with these guys? I got called. Got Somebody called, called you? Got called up. My name was thrown around. Somebody you, had my number. Did you know the guy who called you? No. You don't even know these guys? Well, I kind of know. I know one of them. You know him, too. 
Hey man, you want me to show up like as your drum roadie? No, and then they'll be see, like, that's the thing. Then they'll be like, fuck, this guy's serious, man. Yeah. He's got his own roadie. Yeah, real serious. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy sitting in the mean? corner with the bald head? <laughs> hey, I'm security. The whole time. I'm security and my eyes are security. itchy. And, and my eyes are itchy. And I'm his drum roadie. Yeah. You fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm goon. That's who I am. <laughs> I gave Scott a little preview of Goon. Yeah, I got to see that. I haven't finished watching it yet, and uh, and I can only I only have it until tomorrow. Tomorrow at seven forty two, so I have to finish watching it. Are you still looking for the air out my shorts? Yeah. Okay, because I ran across a email we got from our listener Jonathan. He wants us to check out this band. Are you ready, John? I'm going to turn up my volume, and I'm going to hit play. Because I've downloaded it. This is called The Noose. The Noose. Yeah. And he says, figured you'd like this. It's a a project band. You may recognize the singer from Tool. Anyways, if it's, if any, if you like. Hey, this is from (laughs) December 2011. (laughs) Wow. What the fuck? I need to start. What? I don't even know what email to send you anymore. I need to start categorizing my, e- my <laughs> emails. Did we ever oh play this? Oh, my God. The news? I don't, I don't remember playing don't this. Know. Let's what listen to it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep looking for... Uh... I guess it's not in this box, John. <laughs> have that as background music. Yeah. I think I know what the problem is, John. Yeah. I'm not looking in the right email bucket. I have so many emails. You know what's nice about the iPad, John? I'm still using the laptop, but the iPad, I can I can have all the emails in yeah. one client. Yeah. I dig that. If I could tell the world Whoa. Just one thing. What was that? <laughs> That we're all okay. What's going on? Not to worry, is that you or me? No, it's me. What's happening? That's from, that's from the word whore. Oh, okay. You found whores. it. Yeah. But it's only coming in one ear. That's fine. Let me turn my shit off. Why is it only one ear? I got stereo. Why is it? Why is it only coming in one ear? What'd you do? Oh, the other thing that's going on is my mouse is failing me. 
My yeah. mouse, John. See, that's why I dig the iPad. No, no mice. I don't need mice, right? No. I just use my finger. No. Oh, the yeah. one thing my wife said is she's she, so she got me this right for Father's Day, and she is so upset that I'm enjoying it so much. And the other thing she mentioned is that when I use my finger, you know, to to do stuff. Yeah. She says I look um, gay. How do I put this? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Because you bend your wrist. Well, I guess I bend my wrist and I put my pinky out. and <laughs> <laughs> So I developed a new style where I, I give the bird, right? Yeah. I'm flipping off and then I use my middle finger. Nice. That's what I do now. So I haven't, I've been practicing, but she hasn't seen me yet. I want to ask her, is this more masculine? Right. Right on, John. So you found the word horse. Yeah, but it's only one e- If I could tell the world just one thing. You see? It's just coming in one ear. How do I make that mono? Huh? I don't know, man. You're producer of the year. Is there a mono button? Nominee. Do they even do that anymore? What? Podcast peer awards? Uh, I don't know. There we go. All right, this is from uh, the word horse sent this to us. The word whore yeah. from Air Out My Shorts. Yeah. With the great Preston button. Right. Um, it's For some reason, and it's only coming in one ear, but I will put it in mono, monoral, so it will appear to be in both ears. If I could tell the world just one thing. I didn't know she played guitar. That we're all okay. And sings. Not to worry because worry is wasteful and useless. Put a little reverb on it. In times like these. I will not be made useless. We are raffling off an original painting. Oh, wow. Very own The Word Whore. This draw will take place at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, I fucked it all up. Let me rewind. <laughs> what do you mean you <laughs> Apparently it it's not her. It's, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, what is her name? Uh, I don't know who it is singing. I don't Taylor think it's Swift. Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. Hold on. If I could tell the world just one thing, it would be. How did you fuck it up? Because, okay, we're going to keep talking over it. (laughs) They come in and start talking. Right. And um, let me try something here. Hello, hello. 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 What's wrong with your voice? Nothing? Mm -mm. Let's try this. Not to worry because worry is what. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to play it from the start. From this the start. This is their raffle. We'll uh, take this out in post I'm putting a little compression on it so because their audio is a little quiet. If I could tell the world just one thing, it would be that we're all okay. Not to worry because worry is wasteful and useless in times like these. I will not be made useless. 
We are raffling off an original painting by our very own The Word Whore. This draw will take place at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, September 17th, 2012. Not only is this a chance to own an original work of art, it is a chance to help right an unfortunate wrong. 100% of the proceeds will go directly towards paying off the mountainous debts incurred as a result of the injuries the word horse sustained to her right hand last June. Only $25 per ticket. Visit airoutmyshorts.com today. Good luck. That's airoutmyshorts.com. Thank you. My hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own, but they're not yours. They are my own. We are never broken. Yeah, so there you have it. That's uh, the Air Out My Shorts raffle to repair her hand. No, her hand is being repaired. To oh, repair the bills, the bills to repair that her repair hand. her hand. Now, I got to tell you, John, I uh, the uh, whore posts some of her paintings, and I really like. She's very talented. She's very talented. So, an opportunity to own one of the word whore paintings is very intriguing to me. The decision I have, John, is how many tickets am I going to buy? Yeah, that's. That's the real decision there. Yeah. Well, it's uh, www.airoutmyshorts.com. A-I-R-O-U-T-M-Y-S-H-O-R-T-S.com. And uh, you can buy a raffle ticket. Uh, the raffle will happen on September 17th. And uh, like they say, good luck. Good luck, Scott. Thank you, John. Are you going to enter? What? Are you going to enter? What? The raffle. Are you going to oh. buy a raffle ticket? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's How do you buy? Can you buy D. like with PayPal? PayPal. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. That is a good question. Yeah, of course I'm going to We'll figure enter. that out and we'll report Let's back, Let's see. It says buy now. I'm clicking on buy now. I'm 255. We're going to do it right now. And buy now. That's I, how on top of things we are. I got to mention I, I something, am entering, John. I am entering my password into PayPal right now. Right now. And uh, I have just purchased my raffle ticket. That's out of sight. Bam! You think it's fixed? <laughs> now you'd say that. <laughs> That's great. So I, I got to mention something. Uh, before the show, we, we get the ice, we get the yeah. water, we pour drinks. I went over to the Glenlivet, and I usually pour like a two-shot drink over ice yeah. to keep me through the whole three-hour show, Yeah, the three-hour extravaganza. Three-hour show. So I poured my two shots, and, I'm, and I looked in the bottle, and there was like a shot left. And then I said, well, I'm not going to just drink a shot, so I just might as well pour that in. So I've had three shot. I, I'm working on a three-shot Glenlivet tonight. What do you mean? I don't understand. Wait a minute. I usually... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I usually only have two shots, right, man? Come on, man. Oh, I see. So you didn't want to leave a shot. I didn't want to leave a two, shot so you after two, so I just dumped it. it all in. Oh, my God. Now, the other thing is, uh, I got this... Uh, I got the iPad, John. I talked yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. 
And I got a couple of cool apps to mention. One is called Flipboard. I really dig Flipboard. Flipboard. What it does I, is I haven't. It, I haven't tried it, though. It takes your Twitter feed, your Facebook feed. It takes, and then whatever you're interested in, like science or entertainment, and it creates like an online magazine for you, and you just flip through the pages. It's fucking awesome. Then the other app I got is this uh, calorie counter. It's really fucking cool. Uh, you enter what you ate, and you enter the exercise you do, and it calculates, you know, um, uh, well, I, I digress. First, you enter your weight. Then you enter your target weight. Then it says, okay, you need to eat this amount of calories in this amount of time. So when you do your what's daily log, what's it called? Yeah. Hold on. I would have to get my iPod, iPad out. My iPad. I'm so used to saying iPod that I keep saying iPod, John. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm almost there. Oh, the other thing I do is I turn my yeah. iPod on with my sunglasses. Yeah. And I don't see anything because I have my sunglasses yeah. on because they're polarized or whatever. And then I get really frustrated like it didn't turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> nice. It's called My Fitness, My Fitness Pal. Oh, all right. And it's free. And it's freaking awesome. Because uh, Joe's brother... He's lost like 57 pounds with, I think it's called I Lose It or Lose It. I think it's called Lose It. It's, know- the, it's the app that Steve Dahl used. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, I This is my second. I just need a calorie counter. Yeah. And I tried one and it was for shit. And then I found this one. I really like this one. And what's interesting is, uh, is I think about it. I think about this calorie counter every time I eat and every time I do something exercise wise. Yeah. And it really um, keeps me on track. So I'm digging. What does it. it say about three shots of Glenn Livet? I don't know. I haven't looked that up yet. So I'm excited. Scotch. I'm excited about that to look that up and figure out, you know, how many calories that is and, you know, uh, to get oh, on I with it. I think we've just entered Tech Talk. Tech Talk, yes. With my iPad. Let me see if I, I can... Total uh, tech nonsense. So Flipboard, I really enjoy. My Fitness Pal, I think, I, is really cool. I got this thing called My Radar. It's, yeah. a, it's a weather app, and it gives you the instant radar. I, I totally dig that. And then if you want to see the weather in uh, uh, Fort Robinson, Nebraska, for example, you just uh, do a couple of finger swipes... And you position it in Fort Robinson, and it tells you the weather there, and then for the following week. I really dig that. And then the Weather Channel has a nice app wow. as well. And then I got some games. I got Angry Birds, of course, Angry Birds Space. I got GarageBand, which I haven't played with yet. I got Slate. I got Netflix. Yeah. I got, uh, I got the Facebook there. I got Flickster, John. Flickster. Flickster. I got Skype. And, uh, you got your Netflix got? on there, right? Yeah, yeah. Netflix, yeah. No doubt. Do they have a... Uh, you have WoW, right? WoW, that's who I got, yeah. Do they have a WoW app? Like Oh, I didn't even Xfinity? look at that. I, th- I need to look for that. Because Xfinity, I, I watch everything from uh, cable on my uh, iPad. I don't even watch TV that much anymore. Hey, so remind me, at the end of the show, we got to hook up to your network so I don't have to do this shit yeah. you know, next time I come. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I don't have the network connectivity. Right. Right on. We Skyped over the weekend. We did Skype. That was kind of awkward. <laughs> Video. Yeah. Why? Well, you what? called me and you were lying down on the couch. And then so? you 
It was just kind of, and then my wife came in and she's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, uh, I'm just video Skyping John and he's lying down on the couch. What's wrong with lying down he's on the couch? He's fully clothed, honey. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, I'm going to be sitting up when I Skype you and you're rubbing your eyes the whole time. Like I woke up, I had an allergic reaction. <laughs> to my face? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Right after that All Skype right, call, I put some eye drops in and I was good to go. What's this other one? It's called My Fitness. My... My Fitness Pal HD. It's free, man. It's free. And then we can friend each other and we can check up on each other's food intake and workouts. Right on. Uh, I don't see that. I see calorie counter and diet. Type in, uh, when you search, search for calorie counter. It's going to be the first app that shows up. If you uh, sort by uh, reviews, because it's the most well-reviewed app. And so far, I've only had it today, and I'm totally digging it. Especially after the three days I had with this shitty app. I'm like, this app is shitty. I talked to some people at lunch today. I'm like, hey, we need to come up with this calorie counter app because they got shit out there. Because I didn't know about this one yet. So then after lunch, I re-looked up calorie counter apps, and I ran across this one. And this one is the, uh, is the I shit, see John. Calorie Tracker Live Strong. Just type in My Fitness Pal, goddammit. It doesn't show up. <laughs> you right, liar. We'll, we'll work out that. Work out that? Work we'll work that, that out, out <laughs> from the bat after the show, all right? Uh, a diabetes buddy, light. Drink fit. Yeah, I don't see no. Maybe you got the. I don't know. Yeah, I don't see it. All right then. So, hey man, it's nine thirty. Shit! Holy s! All right, John. Moving on. So we've been out for I don't know how many shows did we miss? Yeah. Two. Yeah. We missed two. Wait, my bitch, nigga. Why did we miss two shows? Uh. Who cares? We missed them. We were busy. We had shit you were going out of on. Town. I had uh, I had all kinds of work to do. Um, yeah, that covers it. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Nebraska. Uh, it's the it, it's becoming an annual tradition with the my wife's side of the family, where we rent out these officers' quarters at Fort Robinson. It's off the grid, which is really cool, and there's not a lot of light. So at night, yeah. you can go out and you see the, the fucking universe as it's meant to be seen. Like the Greeks saw it, John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, we get to go Ka-ka! fossil hunting. Ka-ka! What? Fossil hunting. Fossil. I love fossil hunting. Got the Badlands out there. You got this place called Toadstool. And then we went to this new place called Mar- Marty's Sugar. At, Marty's at the Badlands right now. Really? Yeah. Where? Which state? South Dakota or know. Nebraska? I posted a picture. A picture. A bad man in the Badlands. <laughs> he does a lot of vacationing. It looks like by himself. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> highlights. Yeah. Okay. The the lovely wife found a thirty million year old tortoise shell. Whoa! Very cool. Uh, my son found probably about two or three years old. 
but a skeleton of an antelope. So we found the spine and the hips and the uh, femurs, John, the femurs. And then uh, we talked to the grandpa, my father-in-law, and he's like, well, heads, if you found those things, the heads are usually 100, 200 yards away. Heads roll and heads get dragged off. Um, and we eventually found that, well, he, the grandfather, the father-in-law found the head. So that was really cool. So we have a complete skeleton of an antelope. Nice. What'd you do with it? It's on the front porch at at our house right now. (laughs) I really don't know what to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) The scary house right on the corner. (laughs) Boo! Don't go over there. They got all kinds of bones but hanging the, from the, the roof. The cool part about the, the where we were in in Nebraska is at one time that was all ocean thirty yeah. million years ago, and then so you have uh, where we were was the ocean, and then ten miles west, fifteen miles west was the shoreline, and that's where all these major dinosaur fossil discoveries are. Is on this this western coast of this <laughs> our ocean. Is. Our is did I say that? Our is on this. So we, no dinosaurs. We didn't find any dinosaurs. No, but we found. My wife found a thirty at least wow. thirty million year old tortoise shell. Thirty fossil. million. Thirty million, John. Million. That's right. So That's I dig that. I dig fossil hunting. Yeah. Uh, other than other than that, other than that, that John and Scott are a bunch of fag enabling fools. <laughs> yeah, and kids and they went on horseback rides and oh, so then <laughs> what the what is crawling? We came uh, back. You got Prometheus, Prometheus inside you. We, my wife and daughter and I came back home, but we left back my home. son. With my in-laws. Oh, I was all alone in the no, woods to be a man. They went to Denver, so they hung out with my brother-in-law. Yeah. Then they went on a fossil dig where they're uh, digging up a T-Rex. Whoa. Um, so they did that. My son just got home today. We got home on Thursday. My son yeah. got home today. So because of that, John, because of that... My lovely wife and I were able to have some date nights because my daughter's old enough to, you know, hang out at her friends or be at home alone, whatever. Yeah. So one of our date nights, John, was we saw Prometheus (laughs) at movie. (laughs) (laughs) What happened during after date night? <laughs> that is so wrong. That is so foul. If my wife listens to this episode, you better apologize right now. I am apologizing. I'm so sorry. Bonk! <laughs> and you're laughing. Hey. Hey. Two words, John. <laughs> That's right. Jessica fucking Beals. Right? That's right. So. During the previews, they showed kidding. Total Recall, John, <laughs> and uh, Jessa, uh, Jessica Biel is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? 
<laughs> Nothing. I just said, hey, we got to see that date night in August because both kids will be in I North had a Carolina. Date night too. I had a date night too. Oh, that reminds me. And so afterwards, that, <laughs> that reminds me. Yeah. When we decided, hey, we're going to the 645 Prometheus at the movie co premiere <laughs> for date night, my wife said, why don't you invite John and Beth? And I said, well, John already saw it. I'm assuming Beth did, too. And she said, oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. What what night was it? It was, um, was it Saturday? Oh, is that what I was giving you all that shit about? <laughs> would I like it? <laughs> would you recommend it? You I said, think that was the day before and I, said, I texted you that. No, not to a guy that likes <laughs> Fishing in the Yemen. Salmon fishing. Salmon fishing in the Yemen. Yeah, so John, we had a date night, so we headed over there to the movie co. And, uh, oh, so on my, <laughs> on my iPad, I got the tickets, right? On my yeah, iPad, I yeah. put my credit card yeah. in, the whole deal. And then I got no confirmation number. Oh, boy. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I got to bring my iPad to Movie Co. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm no. like, hey, I didn't get a confirmation <laughs> number. Well, you're not in our system. Well, how can I be sure that if I pay for these tickets now, I'm not going to be double billed? Yeah. So I had this woman print all these reports out to say that, you know, so I got to see everybody else's credit card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but mine wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, that's good enough for me. Here's my credit card. We want to see this movie. Here, here's my iPad. <laughs> Type it in. So we go into the movie there, John. I got uh, I got one of those big 64-ounce... Uh, Why did you bring your iPad? That was so dumb. Because I had my confirmation. Uh, you my can confirmation. dispute it later. I'm going to dispute it now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got one of those 64-ounce Sam Adams or something yeah. like that. 64 Whatever. They're, they're huge, those jug. jugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we said jug at the same time. Jinx. So you know when you go to a movie called, they, they turn the display around and you yeah. get to pick your seats. Yeah. So I'm looking and, and, yeah, the X's are seats that are already taken. All right, cool. So I pick the seats that are, like, between the handicap seats. Yeah. And there's no, there's, so there's four seats there. Yeah. And the two other seats are empty. So I picked those two. So then we, we hang out, we get some food, and then we go into the theater. There's two people sitting in the seats right next oh. to us. There's nobody in this movie. Oh. I'm like, well, they don't know how to fucking read a computer screen to see that we are sitting there. They can't pick another seat to sit in. <laughs> and I got to listen to them all oh. movie. <laughs> I don't That's know what's going why on. You got to go to the eye pick. <laughs> oh man! So I, I kept telling my, I kept telling my, we got to move. We got to move. She's move. like, I'm not moving. I'm Wait. not gonna. I don't want to be. I don't want to move and then have somebody come in and we're sitting in their seats. So five minutes into the movie, <laughs> hey, well, let's move. Nobody's coming in. <laughs> I no, I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we could move right now. How about over there? But after the movie started, the the other couple settled down. Settled down. <laughs> Settle down now. Because I got the vibe that they were going to be like talking yeah. back to the screen, that oh. kind of thing. 
But they didn't do any of that. No. So that was cool. So, John, we yeah. saw this movie, Prometheus. Yeah. Now, this is the prequel to Alien in the... No. Yeah. No. That's what I understood. No. That's how I understand Ridley it. Scott doesn't say that. What does he say? He said it's a the start of a new myth. Well, I understand it's the start of a new myth, but it, it gives it leads into Alien. Yeah, it gives uh, it has the DNA of Alien. He says. Yeah. So so then when we um, not that night, but I think Sunday night we on Amazon and we must have saw it on Friday night because Saturday night Saturday night. We got uh, Alien and Aliens, and we watched those on Amazon. Because my wife, she she thinks she saw Alien, but after seeing yeah. it, she's like, I, I've never yeah. seen this. She did see Aliens, but she yeah. can't remember any of it. And Aliens is one of my favorite movies of oh, all time. Yeah. Uh, so we watched those two movies, and it is a prequel. But I'll give uh, uh, I'll give you that, John. I'll give you that. It's a different. Uh, storyline because when she takes off right yeah. she's like hey we're gonna find out why they created us and then why they want to kill us yeah right so that gives them the the opening for a sequel but it it does it leads right into the opening of alien yeah with that <clears throat> well what's interesting is the space jockey um that they show when he straps into the ship and the ship is the same uh, ship as in the movie Alien, um, but they they land on a different LV planet. So they must have went to several planets because I think at some point the uh, uh, what's his name the um, the android uh, mentions that there's more of them. So it it does lead to I oh, so agree. it's not the same planet. No. Oh, I disagree with that. That's ridiculous. Why would they do that? That's stupid. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Why would he do that? That's dumb. Dumb. When you watch Alien, it it's a nice yeah. it leads right the, into Alien. This planet is LV223. It's not the same planet? And in the Alien an Alien That's stupid. It is. <laughs> So now you're telling me two of these these Hold uh, on. spaceships crashed Hold on different on. planets? <laughs> That's dumb. I don't understand why you're getting so upset. Hold on, I'm trying to find the plot. Uh, da da da. Hey, log into Facebook so I can yeah, send I'm you a in phone Facebook, number. You sphincter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 uh what does it say about alien 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 um so an alien a commercial spaceship towing uh towing spaceship nostromo is in a return trip from thetis to earth hauling a refinery and 20 million tons of mineral ore carrying its seven member crew upon receiving transmission of unknown origin from a nearby planetoid. Now maybe it's aliens they're talking about the uh the LV planet. All I know is the spaceship crashed and then when you watch Alien, it's in the same goddamn position that it crashed <laughs> in. 
Aliens. Aliens is uh, Lieutenant Ripley, the only survivor of the Nostromo, awakens from hypersleep 57 years later aboard a new ship station. She discovers that the planetoid from the first movie known as LV-426, which is different than this planetoid, which is LV-223, Scott. That must be a clerical administrative error. No, it's not. It's the same God. Why would they make a different planet? That's stupid. And if you multiply 223 by 2, you get 446, <laughs> which doesn't mean anything, you see, except for... That's how they named the planets, right? They, so they named them, and then after so many centuries, four, two, six. they would add add the centuries up, yeah. or multiply, and then you'd get the new number. Because they the, whoever originally did the planet naming system didn't account for uh, the amount of planets oh. that they found. You see how that works? Wow, yeah, that's... Right. All right. So, you idiot. That's not how it works. Getting back to the movie there, John. So, it's two different planets, but there's a scene where at the end uh he's like he's like, "Hey man, um hey man." She Dude, says, man, look, she says, "Look, how are listen. we You know how to fly one of these things, right?" And he goes, "Oh yeah." And he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I know how to fly one." And uh she says, uh well, what are we going to do? We just crashed this one. He goes, oh, there's more on this planet. So it means there were multiple landings of these beings uh, creating. Now, you know, the plot is basically they were creating a uh, a bio weapon, weapon, weapon of mass destruction. We're smart enough not to do it on their own planet. So they flew to all kinds of other planets right. to test it out. Got it. And uh, I dig that. it went haywire. Right. I dig that. But the what's cool, what the sucky part about the film, I thought, was it was a little too predictable. Um, although I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was very creepy and it had great visuals. Oh, the visuals were outstanding. Yeah. And if it's not nominated, uh, I don't know if it'll win or not, but if it's not nominated... I don't know who's running the Academy, yeah. because the visuals were really, really good. Yeah, And because um, I thought they kind of like, they borrowed from, uh, uh, what's that movie where they uh, they go through that time machine and they end up... Back to the future. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they get transported and to, to big a adventure. planet where they're all, they're all Egyptians and... Uh, oh, uh, Stargate. Stargate. It reminded me of that a little bit, and then uh, yeah, there was a little bit of predictability in the in the movie. But what was cool is I liked the tie in with the ship, the space jockey, you know, sitting in the big gun. They did a lot of the H.R. Giger kind of uh, art in in there, who originally crafted the first alien, and um, and it kind of opens up that. That mystery, because there's not a whole lot of questions answered, because the movie opens up with this guy chugging some sort of liquid, and then it kills him, and he falls into a lake and or a river or something, and supposedly that's what uh, turns into humans on Earth. No, yeah, no, yeah, I no, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Really? Well, that's yeah. what it says right here on the plot. On the plot of who? Who said that? Uh, Wikipedia. 
Oh, wicked! Did Ridley Scott uh, write that? <laughs> then it's some just some douche in his basement saying, "This is what I think it means." Yeah. Well, they fly in like into the same area, and then they go, and it's you know three billion years or two thousand ninety three or whatever it is, and it's uh, it's somewhere in wherever Nova Scotia or something. And it's like the same Scotland, the same scene. Yeah, Scotland, whatever. Well, it yeah. says here, as a hovering spacecraft departs a planet, a humanoid alien drinks. Oh, departs a planet. A humanoid alien drinks a dark bubbling liquid, then starts to disintegrate as the alien's body remains cascade into a waterfall. His DNA triggers a biogenetic reaction. I'm assuming that that's where the humans came from. Oh, I didn't get that at all. No? Not at all. Uh, But I do have a huge question about that. Um, So I found this video. It's the Red Letter Media talks about Prometheus. Now, there are spoilers in this. Oh, by the way, uh, Preston Buttons hated the film. He hated it. He hated it. We got to get him on and talk about it. So, did you like it? You like the film? Yeah. All right, so I sent you a phone number. If you want to call that phone number, that person also hated the movie. And I talked to him earlier today, and I said, yeah. hey, if we call you, would you want to talk about it? And he said, yeah, I'll talk about it. So he hated it also. All right. And and I got his review before I saw the movie, and it. I'll summarize it. Well, let's summarize the movie first. Um. These, uh, what would you call them? Scientists? <laughs> <laughs> Archaeologists. They they see these cave paintings, and there's this... Yeah. They, in all these cave paintings, they see this same planetary thing, and then they eventually find it. So they want to go there, because they figure that's where they're going to get these answers about life. Where did life come from? Blah, blah, blah. So this billionaire funds this expedition, and they send him out there. Charlize Theron Theron. is the, uh, she's in charge. She's not the captain of the ship. What is her role? I don't even know what her role is. She gets up, she does push up. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's a robot. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so they, they take this half a billion mile trip to this whatever, what I don't understand is a half a billion miles is like just beyond Saturn, but they're going to this new planetary system, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, so then they get there, and they're trying to find these answers. Then they find this planet. They land on the planet. They happen to land right where there's a structure, which is convenient. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie takes place. And it tries to answer these questions. So you got the android on there, the the synthetic, uh, right? Which, which has a history yeah. in alien movies. They're either good or they're bad. And this synthetic was kind of both, kind of uh, mixed. You know? Yeah. I thought the guy who played him did a great job. <clears throat> whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> and then. There's a bunch of action and a bunch of stupidity, if you ask me. A bunch of fucking stupidity. I thought these people were scientists, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. John? And there's a biologist. 
a biologist who was brought aboard the ship. Well, that's the other thing. They go on this mission, and then they don't find out the mission until they're just about to land. (laughs) Who does that? I don't know. Who does that, John? They did. I'm going to sign up for this. Yeah, I'll sign up. What's the mission about? Well, we're not going to tell you until you get there. Yeah, it's a surprise. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, sign me up. (laughs) It's a surprise. So they have a biologist, and they run across a dead body, <laughs> and the biologist freaks out. Yeah. Oh no, it's a dead body. I get what well, you're a fucking biologist. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. I would think that you would see this stuff being a biologist before, and then they got a geologist, right? Yeah. And he's got this really cool fucking thing. It's these uh, like softballs that he releases, yeah. and they map the whole area. Yeah. And he gets lost. It's cool. What does that happen? I'm lost. I have the greatest technology oh, yeah. ever invented. The map And thing. I don't know where the fuck I am. Uh, where am I? And I'm freaking out because there's a dead body. But what I liked is the black guy getting busy with uh, oh, Charlize yeah. Theron. With the robot. Yeah. Well, that's why she's a robot because he was he's hitting on her, right? Yeah. And she's rejecting him. And then the last question he asks, are you a robot? Yeah. And then to prove to him that she wasn't a robot, but she is. Yeah. She said, yeah, meet <laughs> meet me in my room at 2 a.m. or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. He's like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be there. I'll be there. I, Hell no. Right. Hell so did you yeah. try that number? Did you, and nobody answered? Oh, you answered? want me to call it? Did you oh, call? Yeah, I let's call, call it. Yet. Let me, uh, let me, uh, make that call. Where do we got it here? Oh, that that sounds like uh, those rings were too quick. I think we're going to voicemail. What's our number, John? Eight four seven eight eight six four four nine three. All right, well, let's just give that number. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yo, is this Manny? This is Manny. What's up, dude? It's me. It's Scott. Who? Scott, dude. What are you doing? We're recording a show. What the hell's going on in there? (laughs) Come on. Hey. Well, I almost didn't pick it up because I didn't know the number. Well, of course you didn't know the number. It's a new number. Uh, So I got uh, John in the other room. He's managing the production. I see. We're talking about... Hi. We're talking about Prometheus. Oh, that crap movie? Crap movie. What the hell's going on in there? Hold on. I need to take a time out, Manny. What is going on in that room, John? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He's the producer of the show. This audio is horrible. All right, go on. All right. What? (laughs) It's like I'm in a pillow. Come on, man. What's going on in there? I'm trying to fix it. Shut up. All right. So, both John and I have uh, have cursory discussions about this movie, and we both enjoyed the movie. Now, you did not enjoy the movie. I can't even hear him now. Hello? You can't hear me? I, I don't know what to tell you. I can hear you now. Hello? Okay, you can hear me? So you did not enjoy the movie? You know, I didn't really... Okay, so, like, first of all, I'm not a sci-fi movie person, right? Well, l- well let me ask you this. I went to the, 
Let me ask you this. Have you seen Alien and Aliens? I have a long time ago. Good movies, you know, not like, oh, my God, I want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm not a sci-fi movie guy. All right. Okay. But that aside, the movie itself, even if I was a sci-fi movie guy, it's crap. Crap? Yeah. Let me hear why it's crap. Well, first of all, look at the crew. Like, at the beginning of the movie. Like, you expect to believe that guy's going to be the captain of a ship like that? What, the black guy? What are you saying? Yeah. Are you racist? Well, no, no, I'm not racist at all. That's not what I'm trying to imply. He's a, he's <laughs> a truck driver. <laughs> have oh, you, my God. Have you, you turned this around on me, man. <laughs> have you seen... Uh, uh, it's not believable. You know, it's like, really, this guy's the captain of the ship? Yeah. I mean, this is how they're acting. This Smoking. Is how they're talking. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Sig Hansen. I mean, okay, so... You see that the movie, okay, it's progressing well. The dude playing basketball, whatever it is, you know. And, and then before you know it, there's squids coming out of people's bodies. I, I just, I don't like it. Wait a minute, playing basketball? I missed that part. Did you say playing Who's basketball? On the, on the bike, throwing the ball through the. Oh right, right. That's the android right. man. That was the, the, the android, synthetic. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was pretty good. I mean, I guess. But all in all, put it all together. I don't know. It was lame. <laughs> Well, you know, when you first gave me your review last week, or whenever that was, yeah. uh, you said the first half was really good, and then I don't know I what happened. It was really good. I, I said it was, it was starting to be a good movie. It's like I could see where it's going. Then all of a sudden, they land on this, this planet, right, that they figured out is where, you know, the, these ancient drawings are pointing to, whatever it is. They land in the location that happens to be 200 yards away from their ship, you know, out of the millions of planets, the billions of planets, they find this one, this spot. They're like 200 yards away from the place. Hold on, where hold on. The alien is going to attack Earth. It's like, what are the odds of that happening? Well, hold on. They knew the planet, right? Or it, actually, it was the moon of a planet, wasn't it? The moon so they of a knew planet, where right? to go. But I'll okay. give you that. You know, and I'll I'll chalk it up to coincidence well, because no, when later, they were landing, hold on a second, hold later on, on, no, hold, hold on. on, you hold on, goddamn it, they land. They're like right there, right over that ridge, the straight line. Those yeah, but the straight, one guy, God. okay, the scientist said, "Hey, yeah, God doesn't create shit like that. That's a straight line. Let's yeah. head over there." So I, I dig that. Look, listen, and I, I chalk it up as a coincidence. No, later on, the android says that there's more of them on the planet. That's how they're right. going to fly off. So it's not so much of a coincidence. There's a lot of that well, shit on, going on. But they happened to land next to the one that was aiming for Earth. Oh, I see what come you're on, saying. Come on. Seriously? What do you they mean aiming for Earth? I don't get that. that. Maybe and all of them are aiming Yeah, maybe for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. What about well, that? Maybe they all were, but I don't know. But he was sitting there in the control panel, and it just so happened Earth was sitting there spinning. Like, oh, my God, that's Earth. That's a mystery. I found the one that's aiming for Earth. No, he grabbed Earth, man. What? Uh, whatever, he didn't grab Earth. He found the right one. What are the odds of that? That's ridiculous, dude. I don't want to have to think about that kind of crap when I watch a movie. So you don't want to think. You want to see it. You want to be it. I want to be you entertained. Want to be in it. Did you like Star Wars? Star Wars is okay, but I went in with the expectation that you know it's Star Wars. This is like. I, I don't know. I, I didn't like it, dude. I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. All right, for for uh, uh, our listeners, what, did you did you like did you like salmon fishing in the Yemen? <laughs> I like that one. What is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, I have many. 
Yeah, give it the top five. I'm Man. not going to answer that because then you're going to judge me based on my favorite movie. No, I'm not going to judge you. Manny just, has no, many. I know where you're going, dude. I'm not doing What that. do you mean where I'm going? What are your favorite five favorite movies? Just say your five. I'll tell you my five favorite. Five? Nah, all right. Five favorite movies. Okay. Uh, obviously, The Godfather Part 2 is going to be one of them. You didn't like the first one? Um, I like the first one. No, it, it's not my top. I mean, I like two better than one, but one was very good. All right. All right, let's see. Hold on. Let me go back here. Once Upon a Time in America is a good one. Uh-huh. See, I'm not a sci-fi movie guy. Uh, McGruber. Come on, you're kidding, I'm right? Kidding. You're kidding. I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <McGruber>! <laughs> it's tough for me to come up with a list like this. I mean, I have so many good favorite movies, man. All right. Well, those but are... You see where I'm going. Yeah. I, they're movies that make sense. I mean, that I, I it just this is a totally. I mean, I get it that it's a sci-fi movie, and that maybe that's why I don't like sci-fi movies. Maybe they're all like that. You guys could accept that, and I'm okay with that if you do. But I can't. All right. I so, can't go into a movie that's just completely like it, it's just stupid. One of the things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's stupid, stupid, stupid movie. One of the things it's that you mentioned. Time. The first time you talked about this was you, you were saying... You know, while I was watching the movie, I actually came up with an idea for an app that if everyone in the movie had it, they could all vote on it and stop the movie. Oh, I like that. Wow. Yeah. And then what? Get their yeah, money back? If 90% yeah. of people vote, yeah, and then you just get your money back in peace. <laughs> <laughs> that, I like that. That's the shit I was thinking about when I was watching this movie. Let's talk about that. Well, I'm more for downloading the BitTorrent, and then you can uh, <laughs> donate the amount of money you think the movie's worth. 10 bucks. Yeah. All right. So when we first talked about this, you had a question. What is the black goo? What the fuck is the black goo? Yeah. What is the black goo? I didn't get that. The black goo it, is a... to destroy yes, like, your, your, a, your, your, your genetic code or whatever, right? It's a weapon of mass planet. destruction. It's a weapon mm-hmm. of mass destruction is what it is. That's what right, it is. And, and, and this snake thing lives in, in this black goo. Remember he was playing with the little snake thing? Like, right. hi, little guy. Hi. Right. Freaking head off. Yes. Like, who does that? Get Not that a biologist. Not any respectable biologist. No, I tell you that. He's afraid of a dead body, you know? but he plays with the snake. <laughs> yeah, he's not afraid of a unknown. All right, I hate the movie now, too. Penis-looking thing. <laughs> I mean, hey, little guy. Yeah, you little snake muscle-looking thing. Oh, look, he tried to bite me. I'm going to try to pet him now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and then what's that, what, who, who is that? Char- Charlize Theron or whatever her name is. That yeah, yeah. You know she's all hot and all that, but I mean she, the whole attitude, the whole movie. You know that's because she was a yeah. synthetic too, man. Synthetic Come on. bitch. She's not a synthetic. She was the daughter of that dude, no. the old guy. Yeah, and and if you asked uh, um, David, he would tell you that he's the son of the old guy, and he's a synthetic. I and I thought of that too, but I don't know if that's what they were. See, the thing is, I don't know if that's what they were going with. That I really don't. I mean, is that true? I, I don't know. Well, we didn't get to see it when well, the spaceship that, rolled that's over. That's the mystery of right. it, right? So, so they find this old guy. He's been on the ship the whole time. He's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to this alien and reason with him because I want to live forever. Goes and talks to the alien. The alien just looks at him with his freaking head off, or David's head off, right? And just kills the and beats him with his head. That I mean, was funny. What is that? <laughs> that was good. I mean, that was kind of cool. I, I guess that was funny, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, it's just like, okay, great. All this time and anticipation and all he does is beat him with an android's head. <laughs> what were you expecting? What were your expectations? That he was going to answer cool? all of life's questions? 
at least partial answer? I, I don't know, you know? Well, it did leave the question hanging of why did they create us and why do they want to destroy us, right? Yeah, so what was the point of the damn movie? So that they can make a sequel to answer that question. Okay, I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're not a big sci-fi fan then. Not at all. And I was trying to be, and I'm not going to be. All right, so. well, we're going to get rid of Manny. But uh, before yeah, we do, because I want to get back to Prometheus, John. But before yeah. we do, uh, one other thing that we need to talk to Manny about. Uh, Miss, what was it? Miss Universe? Was that it, Manny? Oh, Miss Universe? Transgender thing. They had a transgender <laughs> entry into Miss Universe. Yeah. Now, Manny was very upset by this. <laughs> and I, I don't, don't see the big deal. It. I don't see, What's the big deal? I, I, I no, it's, I can't, I can't deal with that. I, again, it's tricking you. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It just, I, it can't happen. It did it's happen. Wrong. No, I she know. didn't. And I don't understand how they made it happen. It's just she wrong. didn't win, right? She didn't win. Yeah, what if she did? I mean, now you're just, you're just destroying everything. So if she did win. Apple looks like a chick. I mean, it's a chick. It's not a chick. It's a dude. <laughs> yeah, but so what? It's a beauty contest. Yeah. So what? If she did win, are you saying that Miss Universe would not be valid anymore? <laughs> no, it's Miss Universe. Have another drink. <laughs> it's Miss Universe. Right. It's Miss. Right? Well, it, it, come on. It, sorry, Lee. I can't do it, man. I, if a person, I, I don't believe in that. If a person, for whatever reason, no, changed their it's gender. The person. It's a dude. Changed their gender. What makes a, a dude a dude? A sweaty nut back who had a remove. <laughs> that's all I, that's, uh, I would always just envision Listen, that. I would never think of it, it as a girl. We all have vaginas in the womb. That's right. Whatever, dude. Can it's you in your urethra right now. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, what if you went to a strip club and you found out the stripper you've been dancing with all night was a dude? That would, <laughs> that would be, right. be unfortunate. <laughs> It'd be unfortunate, sure. But it's not like yeah, I'm taking the stripper back to my room. Well, I mean, when do no, I find it out? I, I guess you got a point if you want to look at it that way. I mean, yeah. But I, I don't know. It's not for me, man. You have more than a point. Would you take her to the room? Bad <laughs> 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 example. All I got to say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. Any last words, Manny? Nothing. Just, just you got nothing. Have a good night. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Thanks for picking up. You're welcome. Always love a pleasure. All right. All right. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, that was Manny. It was Manny giving us his Prometheus review <laughs> and his disgust <laughs> with a transgender contestant in the Miss Universe pageant, which I kept saying, what's the big fucking deal? Who cares? Yeah. I don't care. It's Miss Universe. It's like, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. He was giving it uh, credibility. Yeah. Or he was giving it weight <laughs> by saying. <laughs> well, I can't say it. It was some, like it's the Olympics. Yeah, it's like the Olympics or something. <laughs> it's, it's a stupid beauty pageant that Donald Trump owns. Here, listen to this. Listen to this. Could be a mole. No comment, man. Would you hire a queer? Huh? Yeah, why? What's the big deal? I don't know. What is the big deal? What if he wanted to suck you? You are sick. <laughs> Just a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be flattered. <laughs> so would I. 
I know uh, my brother-in-law's uh, alternative uh, mate is hot for Rick. It's hot. That's only because... Because you're pretty hot, man, with that well, that chin dimple. The Michael Douglas chin? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks kind of like a shaved pussy Maybe. sometimes. <laughs> I mean, if, that's sick, man. If there I were more people in the that. band, I'm sure I wouldn't be rated so <laughs> highly. But <laughs> I, I've looked at Rick a thousand times. I've never thought his chin looked like a pussy. A shame. That's pussy. gay. He squeezes it sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's never uh, yeah, done that Yeah, but for only me. for John. Not, I haven't done it for you yet, I, Scott. <laughs> I haven't been in the band long enough <laughs> to see Rick's vagina on his chin. Vagina <laughs> chin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting back to Bush because I love well, Bush. I think that's what we were talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, blast from the past. When we had TP in, that's uh, right. So twenty-seven. Listen, how drunk we are, man! Right on. Vagina chin. <laughs> Speaking of vagina chin, he hasn't called me in uh, a year. He did wish you a happy birthday, though, I didn't know. he? Yeah. His birthday's coming up soon, too. Oh, we'll have to retort. Why don't we uh, take him out for his birthday? He's going to be like 60, isn't he? <laughs> 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 oh, speaking of birthdays, two musicians <laughs> have birthdays today, John. Magicians or musicians? One is 68 and one yeah. is 70. Do you know who they are? No. Jeff Beck is 68. Paul McCartney is 70. Wow. The Beatles is 70. Wow. The Beatles. Wow. Oh, uh, when we did our 250, I just need to mention this. I'm getting a lot of shit for it. When we did 250, we reminisced, right? (laughs) And we talked about... Here we go. <laughs> Podcast is over. We talked about uh, people who contributed to the show. Yeah. You know, one person we failed to mention was Arrowwolf. Whatever happened to Arrowwolf? Oh, right. We never hear from Arrowwolf anymore. I wonder what we said to turn him off. But anyway, yeah. I'm getting uh, emails and all this shit from our TTN number one fan because we didn't mention TTN number one fan. So. I'd like to go on record 254 and say, TTN number one fan, what a contribution you made to the show early on. <laughs> all right, so that's all I have to say Should about we call that. her? No. No. All right, so, uh, moving on, So, John. back to Prometheus. Yeah. All right, a so large I, crowd. I found this video. Now, I like the movie overall, but I did have a lot of questions, and I thought a lot of things were really dumb. I mean, really dumb. <laughs> Like, why didn't Ridley Scott call us up to say, hey, can I run this by you? And we would have said, that's stupid. All right? Don't do that. That's dumb. <laughs> so, I found this video. I'm going to play Should this Should we call video. Preston Buttons? <laughs> well, he didn't like it either? No. All right. Well, let me play this video because we're going to try to answer some of these questions. It's just a string of questions that a certain viewer had about the movie. Are you ready, John? Yeah. Here we go. What was that black goo? Okay, the black goo, that was weapons of mass destruction, Yeah, right? 
This is red letter black media. Goo different than the sparkly green goo. I don't remember the sparkly green goo. Do you remember that? Sparkly uh, green goo? Yeah, I think so in the first one. I don't remember that. In the yeah. first one? What do you mean the first one? Alien. Alien? There was sparkly green goo? Yeah. Boy, I don't, I don't remember that. Was that the alien acid blood? No, I think uh, um, it was in the beginning. There was like a In the mist. beginning. Was the black goo always intended for use as a weapon, or was it yes. just weird alien cum? Why did <laughs> it was both? <laughs> Ridley Scott let his twelve-year-old son do the makeup for Waylon. How did the <laughs> for what for Waylon, the old guy? What I don't understand is why did they cast uh, that actor? What's his name? He was in uh, a bunch of movies as an old guy. Why didn't they just get an old guy? Yeah. Good point. Hold on. Pre-recorded hologram, old man and old man makeup, nowhere to look at the scientists at. Why would Holloway assume that the air was okay to breathe inside the spaceship just because they detected an oxygen atmosphere? What about alien diseases and deadly microbes? I would have kept my fucking space helmet on just in case. So they bring along a biologist, and the second that they find a dead alien body, instead of being curious about it scientifically, he just wants to run away. It's been dead for 10,000 years. Before sending this biologist out on a four-year-long space mission, didn't they do some kind of psychological profile on him? Right. Yeah. The results would have showed that he was some kind of pussy. <laughs> I have to take a psychological profile test when I apply for a job at Target. But then later, when that same scientist is confronted with a sketchy-looking gray alien penis, he wants to stick his face in it. <laughs> That seems kind of stupid to me. What was the point of <laughs> I the agree. Stern as Waylon's daughter? Why did Way? Oh yeah, that was stupid too. Yeah. Uh, who really cares? Uh, yeah. So I, predictable. I don't. I don't even know if it's a spoiler or not. You have to see the movie to understand it in context. But yeah, it, it was so dumb. It was dumb. But I I submit, John, that she was a. Uh, synthetic. Oh yeah, in the alien poster, there's an egg, and there's green goo coming out of it. Green goo. Yeah, hmm. out of the original 1979 film. Dylan want David to infect Holloway with the black goo. Did David do it on his own? Was it to find out what the black goo did to a person? Did he have a malfunction in his robot brain? Was David a secret asshole? If the black goo alters people's DNA, why did a little fish come out of Holloway's eye? Why? Did David know that Sean Holloway would have sex right after he infected him with the black goo? And that Oh, that's the other thing. That Sean Holloway? Yeah. Uh, Charlie was his name, right? Yeah. He was the boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah, he was a total douche. You know, I have this this image of yeah. scientists as being these really cool motherfuckers, right? That know their shit, that got everything down, and then there's this scientist who shows up, and he doesn't get the answers he wants, and he starts drinking, and he becomes a total dick. To, uh, to Android. Yeah, he's a dick to David, and he's a dick to his girlfriend. Oh, and that's the other scene that I didn't like. But I asked my wife about it, and she said that's how a woman would react. But when I first saw it, I don't know if you remember this, but he makes some off-the-cuff stupid comment. 
all you need is DNA and something and you can create life. And then she has a fucking meltdown. His girlfriend has a meltdown <laughs> because she can't have a baby. And he apologizes, but she, you know, and it, I don't know. That just seemed unauthentic to me. <laughs> but I understand it as a plot point. They had yeah. to, to tell the audience that she can't have babies. Because yeah. then she gets pregnant later yeah. on. You know what I'm saying, John? You're giving it away. <laughs> Give it away now. Yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't like him as, as representing science. I didn't like any of the scientists. The geologist, he was an asshole. The so you were, you were like 10 minutes into the movie like you were with uh, Cloverdale. Uh, I hope all yeah, I hope these they all motherfuckers die. die. And they all did. And they all did. And, uh, and then the, the uh, uh, Charlie... He was an ass from the get-go. <laughs> ass. That's not how you should represent science, Ridley Scott. <laughs> she would instantly get pregnant with a squid alien somehow. Is he an expert in things that have never, ever happened? If we share the same DNA with the engineers that created us, why do other life forms on Earth not share the same DNA? That's the biggest, biggest issue I had with this movie. So they they conclude that these engineers share our DNA, right? So they must have engineered us. Then how do you account for 300 million years of fossil record? How do you account for that, John? How does that happen? Everything tells me that natural selection produced human beings. Yeah. Now, how do you say that? Engineers created us at the last minute. It was a trick. It was a trick. So they are the ones that uh, are deceiving us by by planting these fake fossils. Look, I pay my money. I let it happen to me. <laughs> I don't get into it like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The engineers landed on Earth and created life on Earth. And how come there was 65 million years of dinosaurs before? Right on, but that's wrong. It's not 65. It's like 190 million years of dinosaurs. 65 million years is when dinosaurs went extinct, so he, he gets it mixed up a little bit. But that's the biggest issue I had with the movie. So that's, but I, that's why I'm intrigued with if there's a sequel, John. Because she's going to go to this and find out. Why did they create us? And, and there'll be an aha! And how did they create us? And why do they want to destroy us now? Yeah. Yeah. For us, why would the last engineer waste his time hunting down Shaw and Charlize Theron when he could have just flew his ship away and completed his mission? Right. How did those two guys get lost in the caves when the ship had an elaborate 3D map and were tracking their every move and they were in constant communication with the ship? Why would the Prometheus crew agree to go on a four-year mission when they're not even briefed about what the mission is until (laughs) right before the mission starts? What if the mission involved a gangbang? Why did Waylon have to pretend he was dead? Nah. Why did the engineers create a star map back to a planet that was just their weapons research facility? Why did no one give a shit that Waylon was alive, and then also not give a shit when Waylon died? Wouldn't Waylon being revealed that he was alive be some sort of very obvious deceit? Why would those two okay. dumb broads Why would this guy pick this music to, a to play in the background? <laughs> Why did the engineers want to come to Earth to kill us when they created us? 
Well, that's what the sequel's going to answer. Hey. Right? Listen, Ebert gave this movie four stars. Hey, I like the movie, man. I'm just, there's just some uh, questions I have. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, you know, because of this guy. Why did they go da 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 da? Why did the why did the why did the? I'll post this. Ah, blah 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 blah. I'm gonna post it right now if my mouse can yeah. work. I'm gonna I, post I, it right I, I, now. Is a drag? I still haven't faced that completely. Better, closer, warmer. You fucking shit! You fucking dick! Ah, shut up! Thank you very much, you know. No, 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 no. Thank you very much, Thanks. you know. That's right. It stinks. Yeah. Okay, I just posted it, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, I give... How many Normans do you give uh, Prometheus there? Three, man. Three? I I can't wait to get it on Blu-ray so I could learn more about it. And, you know, I think they're going to add stuff to it where, well, you know, people are asking this and that. And uh, I, I like the uh, all the making of and shit that are on DVDs. Right, and the director's yeah. uh, voiceover, that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. My Ooh. mouse is not working. It's really frustrating. Tetanus. Uh. All right, John. Uh, all right, it's 1030. I give it three as well. Three Normans as well, John. I saw another movie. Did you see any other movies, John? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I saw Atlas Shrugged. Did not see it. Part one. Atlas Shrugged. It's on Netflix, John. It's like it's free. (laughs) (laughs) All right? It's streaming on Netflix. And, uh, yeah. It was not much of anything. No? No. It was, it was, um... I don't want to say cheap. Cheap isn't the right word. But it it wasn't... Um, I don't think it was well thought out. I don't think it was well acted. Um, and I guess there's three parts to Atlas Shrugged. So this is the first part. Right. And this big climactic scene at the end. Uh, it didn't fit with the with how they portrayed the character up until that point. And it, as far as a climax of a movie, it was like the lamest thing I've ever yeah. fucking seen in my life. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it. The only reason I'm interested is uh, there's people out there that base their philosophy oh, yeah. on this fucking novel. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out what that philosophy is. Objectivism. Which is what? What does that mean? It's uh, selfishness, basically. All right. You could have got that same philosophy from Prometheus. Yeah, from anything. Right, from fucking anything. From being a child. Everybody's selfish, right? So what's what separates this from everything else? Well, you know, Neil Peart from Rush used to be a big Ayn Rand fan. Used to be? So yeah. he changed his mind? He has or changed he still is? his mind. He's changed his mind. He uh, he actually came out in uh, June twelfth article uh, where he said he's a bleeding heart libertarian. Hmm. Uh, they asked him in Rolling Stone, "Do Ayn Rand's words still speak to you?" He responded, "Oh no, that was forty years ago. 
But what? But it was important to me at the time in a transition of my of finding myself and having faith that what I believed was worthwhile. I had come up about that moral attitude about music. And uh, then in my late teens, I moved to England to seek fame and fortune and all that. And I was kind of stunned by the cynicism and the factory-like atmosphere of the music world over there. And it shook me. I'm thinking, am I wrong? Am I stupid and naive? This is the way that everybody does everything? And had I better get with the program? Uh, this view of the music industry was best captured in Russia's classic rock staple spirit of radio. Uh, he continues on. He says, uh, for me, Rand's writing was an affirmation that it's all right to totally believe in something and live for it and not compromise. It was a, as simple as that. On that 2112 album, again, I was in my early 20s. I was a kid. Now I call myself a bleeding heart libertarian because I do believe in the principle principles of libertarianism as an ideal because I'm an idealist. Paul Thoreau's definition of a cynic is a disappointed idealist. So as you go through uh, go through past your 20s, your idealism is going to be disappointed many, many times. And so I've brought my view and also I've just realized this libertarianism as i understand it was very good and pure and we're all going to be successful and generous to the less fortunate and it was to me not dark or cynical but then i soon saw of course the way that it gets twisted by the flaws of humanity and that's when i evolved now into a bleeding heart libertarian that'll do um he did also make a comment um uh Oh, it's not on here. But I read another article. It was actually today where he rips into her <laughs> her writing. It's uh it's it's not really that good. <laughs> um well, I have never read anything. Have you read no. any of this stuff? Marty was always trying to you got to read this, man. And I'm just not interested in there's like this shit that goes on and on in the books. There's like like 90 pages of this guy, this uh, John monologue. Galt, yeah. that goes on forever. And I mean, the thing about this whole objectivism thing and some of the stuff I've read, it's not shedding any new light on anything. You know, it's not, oh, wow, I've, wow, this is groundbreaking. It's the obvious, but it's, it's, people are reading into it and going, Oh, I could be super selfish, and this gives me a license to be a a real fucking asshole about stuff. And usually people that just read it for the first time, that's what they become. Real asshole-like people. Uh, <laughs> politicians. A lot of the politicians, almost every single one of them in Washington, uh, stands by Ayn Rand. Um Although uh, in in Penn Gillette and uh, uh, Tell uh, Teller, they're both big fans of hers, and he has gone on a diatribe before about how it's he knows she's a whack job, but it's the ideas that she has, and if you see the movie, I think it's I think it's Fountainhead, um, where uh, a guy is a uh, he's an architect. 
I think his name is O'Rourke. He's an architect, and he's commissioned to build a bunch of buildings. And you notice the theme in the in the film is basically the government just totally takes over and says, you got to do everything this way, and you can't do it your own way. But they basically paid him to build buildings, and he did them, and he didn't like the way they wanted him to do it, so he did it his way. And then he says, you know what, I don't want to build it. I'm going to give it to you. You take the credit for it. I'll make the drawings, but you take the credit. Well, then this other guy that he let take the credit, um, let people push him around and make changes to the design. And this guy said, look, I'll only let you take the credit if you do one single thing, and that's build it as I design it. Oh, yeah. Well, he let these other guys, politicians, talk him into building it a different way. So O'Rourke decides to blow up these buildings, <laughs> and uh, and he goes on this this uh, rant in the courtroom about how uh, the creation is his and it's his property and they have no right to change it. And uh, man has you know a means man's is, man is not a means to an end but a means within himself or something or an end. I don't know what the fuck the the saying is. But it's basically based around selfishness, and uh, I think the way Neil Peart puts it, he was like in a time where Rush was really slammed all the time for sounding like chipmunks, and some people thought it was the new Led Zeppelin, and um, they went and they got the courage to do their own thing, and that's why they became so popular, is because they just started doing what they wanted to do. And they stood by it, which is a great thing. That's kind of what art is all about, isn't it? Right. And um, uh, but this this per, this Ayn Rand person, the philosophy and all that, and these randroids that just follow her mercilessly and her members on their her uh, website and all this shit. I just don't get it. We got to get somebody in. Is Marty one? Is he still in a oh, randroid? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's get him back in to talk about yeah. that and to tell us, to enlighten us, that that this is the philosophy that we should have. Because I'm watching this movie, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's, well, uh, 11% on Rotten Tomato, right? Yeah. Um, this one guy's review kind of sums it up for me. Lifeless is entertainment and incoherent is an ideology. And that's exactly how I felt after watching 90 minutes of this. I'm like, what, what the fuck did I just watch? And it doesn't mean anything to me. I, it has no meaning whatsoever. Um, so I need somebody like Marty to explain it to me, so I can become enlightened. Well, the film is the film or the book actually is about um, basically the, all the smart people decide to go on strike. Right, John Galt. Yeah, right. Because yeah. Uh, you know they're tired of. Not smart, creative. Yeah, creative, whatever it is. Managers, whatever they are. I don't know what they end up calling them, but they decide to go on strike because they don't think they should um, serve everyone else. And, you know, I guess there's some merit in that, but here's the thing. Go ahead, go on fucking strike because there'll be somebody else standing in the wings to take take your position. There's no such thing of that really happening. I say do it. 
Well, get uh, it over with. Get out of the way. Go start your own island, your own community. Yeah. Lord of the Flies. Just to segue into another movie, uh, Atlas Shrugged got 11% on the tomato meter. Adam Sandler's new movie, That's My Boy, guess how many percent it got, John? <laughs> what? 23%. It beat Atlas Shrugged? It beat Atlas Shrugged. Oh. And 65% of the audience liked it. Atlas Shrugged, 74% of the audience liked it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I understand she she goes like over the top only because she was a um, she's from Russia and her 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 parents were pretty well to do, and then uh, communism came in and their business was taken away from them, and she was no longer the silver spoon in the mouth. Although she, all of her entire education came from a socialist society. And it was socialist Hi. before it was coming. What? Hi. <laughs> Hi. What the hell was that? Nothing. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I understand the mentality behind, you know, at some point you can't let government just tax you into oblivion. Um, but I think there's also, a, maybe there's another lesson in there. I don't know if she also thought the same thing about this corporatism this corporate fascism that's going on where corporations are buying all of politics and all the power. And um, what's, I don't know what's worse, you know, having a government that's selected by people or is it corporations just have the ability now to buy elections left and right. And the way they do it is they just brainwash people into voting for some of these assholes that cater to this corporate welfare state that we're turning into. Well, and and, uh, that you mentioned that, you know, we talked earlier about this Arizona uh, Supreme Court ruling where they struck down three of Arizona's immigration laws, but they retained one, which is if you get pulled over in Arizona, they not only, they, they have to have a reason to pull you over, I think. They have to have a reason to pull you over. But once they pull you over, then they can start asking you all these questions about your citizenship. And they kept that in place. Now, that's taken up all the headlines. All the headlines yeah. today are about that. Everybody's talking about that. What they're not talking about is the other ruling that happened either today or yesterday, where uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, and we talked about this on the show, where the Supreme Court ruled that corporations could dump any amount of money they wanted into a political campaign, kind of anonymously as well. So Montana came up with the law, and they said, no, this isn't cool. We want to put caps, at least put a cap on it. So they can't, you know, just dump millions and billions of dollars to buy a campaign or buy an election. Yeah. Today or yesterday, I don't know when it was, the Supreme Court rejected uh, Montana's uh, ruling on campaign contributions to put a cap on it. So they basically said, no, corporations or whoever can give as much money as they want to these political campaigns, which means corporations now control who wins yeah. campaigns. Which, uh, two years ago we talked about, this is the downfall. This is the beginning yep. of the end. Of society. Of democracy. 
when you yeah. have corporations, uh, what do they call that? Uh, a government run by corporations. Is there a term for that? Because that's what we're going to turn into. A corporatocracy. A corporatocracy, John. Yeah, so is it, it makes you think, well, did they rule, did they have this controversial ruling about Arizona so that it would take up all the uh, media and airwaves, and then they slip this one in under the radar so nobody really pays attention? Oh, yeah, corporations can give however much they want to con- uh, campaigns. Yeah, it's really horrible. It's horrible. All right, John, so on that topic, on that topic, I have this clip from Sean Hannity. Well, it's, yeah. a, it's a clip from Colbert talking about Sean Hannity. So we're going to have two different points of views about America, John. About America. God damn it, this mouse is really pissing me off. <laughs> America. America. All right, here's Colbert talking about uh, one of Sean Hannity's shows, recent shows. Here we go. Folks, a huge story broke this week, which was completely ignored by the mainstream media. I wouldn't even know about it if it weren't for the intrepid reporting of award-eligible journalist Sean Hannity. Jim? And welcome to a special edition of Hannity's America. We are calling it the greatest nation on earth. The U.S. is the greatest, best country God has ever given man on the face of the earth. Did you hear that? (laughs) America is the greatest, best country God has ever given man on the face of the earth. (laughs) Now, you might wonder about the methodology behind proving a bold claim like that. Well, it's fairly simple. You have your great countries and you have your best countries. Now, those aren't necessarily the same. Some great countries aren't the best and some of the best countries aren't that great. Norway's been coasting for years. Now, it goes without saying that all these countries are gifts that God has given man. But only some of those gifts are on Earth. There's some pretty cool stuff waiting for us in space. I'm hoping unicorn planet. And last, but not least, you have the subset of things God gave man on the face of the Earth. Which excludes such subterranean wonders as gold, diamonds, and the soulful music of the mole people. So, those are all the conditions. And what's at the heart of that diagram? America. QED, America is the greatest, best country God has ever given man on the face of the earth. There you have it. Yeah. Sean Hannity. All right, now... Here's a clip from a new HBO series. Have you heard about this, John? Called The Newsroom? No. The Newsroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to skip around a little bit because there's a lot of BS in this clip. But I want to get to the meat of it. And from what I understand, there's a news person on the panel. And they're being asked questions by the audience. So here's the one of the questions that's being asked. Hi. My name is Jenny, I'm a sophomore, and this is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less what... (laughs) Um, You know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world? Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, Freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. 
Freedom and freedom, Joe. Will. Yeah. Will, here's the news guy. <laughs> he doesn't want to answer the question. So the guy's like, hey, you got to answer the question. I'm going to fast forward here. What about the people? Why is it not the greatest, greatest country in the world? Professor, that's my answer. You're saying yes. You're... Let's talk about fine. The... Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is... There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're 7th in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, 3rd in median household income, number 4 in labor force, and number 4 in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Sure used to be. Here's where it gets sappy. Up for what was right. We sappy music. Cue the sappy music. Laws struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. Yeah. Sorry. You you have two uh, different opinions about uh, America, greatest country. Yeah. Sean Hannity, greatest country. Yeah. Uh, the other, Michael Medved, he has a radio show, and at the top of every hour before he goes into the break. Uh, he always manages to get in, and I think this is really uh, a talent that he has, but he managed, manages to get in this phrase, uh, whatever he's talking about, on America's, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> on the greatest country, on, <laughs> what does he say? The greatest country on God's green earth. So he'll make a point, and then I'll say, the greatest country on God's green earth. Yeah. And that always bugs me, because, first of all, if you look outside your door and you didn't have your sprinkler on this week, yeah. you don't have it's a green lawn green. anymore. It's brown. And then if you were to ask the people who measured the earth, John, yeah. they will tell you that uh, two-thirds of it is water, and water yeah. isn't green, it's blue. Because I have a tendency... <laughs> I have a People measured the earth. Yeah. yeah. So that always bugs me when he says that. And um, we had a discussion about God uh, Saturday night. We had a a family get together about thirty people. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, it was the after hours crew. It was my two neighbors, their daughter, my daughter, my wife, and my mother in law, and. Um, 
the next door neighbor's daughter. We were talking about church because uh, the one neighbor just came back from church and came over to drink some beer. And uh, we were, I made some comment about it. And then the neighbor's daughter says, well, your daughter's an atheist. <laughs> and that brought up all these talk, you know, talking points about God. And uh, uh, our neighbor, our neighbor was asking my wife, what do you, what do you, co- where do you come down on God? And my wife is like, well, I don't go to church and uh, I just don't believe in the whole religion thing. I guess I'm kind of on the fence, but, you know, it's uh, one thing that really bugs me more than anything in the world is when I watch the uh, music award shows or the Academy Awards or whatever kind of award show. And the first thing they thank is their Lord and Savior, Jesus, Um. Uh, because Jesus made all this possible for them, and it just annoys the crap out of me. And then my other, the other neighbor said, "Yeah, well, I go to church because uh, God teaches me to love everybody." And I'm like, "Well, what? What do you mean, God teaches you that? You, you should know that already." And he says, "Well, no, because I was a pretty bad person before, and." Uh, I didn't love everybody, if you know what I mean. And um, now I've learned to love people uh, that I can't stand, that really frustrate the hell out of me. And uh, I have to go to church to keep reminding me that I have to do this. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Or I'll kill someone, I guess. I don't know. I don't kill anybody, Uh, but I I don't like a lot of people. Yeah, neither do I. And I'm fine with that. So I said to him, I'm like, look, you got to give yourself that credit. I don't think you you give the invisible supervisor the credit because... uh, you know, some people are deists, and they and my daughter said, "Well, I don't think I'm an atheist; I'm more of a deist." And then she goes, "What is that again, Dad?" <laughs> I said, "Well, that's somebody who believes that uh, God started everything, or supreme being, There's some did, sort of supreme whatever, being, whatever that is, energy, power, whatever it is, started it off, kicked it off, but doesn't meddle in everybody's day to day life. It's not a personal yeah. God." And she goes, that's it. That's what it is. That's what I believe in. And um, I said, look, there's nothing wrong with some of this stuff that's in the Bible that's philosophical. I mean, even even Thomas Jefferson took the New Testament and he broke out all the mysticism and left just the philosophical parts. Um, a lot of that stuff is stuff that goes without saying. Uh, day-to-day things, you know, try to help the poor, do good things. To me, it's like the Christians, they believe that all they have to do is take the Lord and Savior into their heart, uh, and they go to heaven automatically. But an atheist could do all these good things their entire life and not believe in God, and automatically they go to hell. So it just doesn't, you know, and, and heaven and hell... You know, my other neighbor says, well, you have free will. I go, you don't have free will. I said, there's a punishment if you don't do things that are within the rule book. And if you do the things within the rule book, there's a reward. And that's that's immoral right there. Because what you're saying is, I should do good stuff because if I don't, I'm going to be cast in the lake of fire forever. 
So you're not, there is no free will. You you choose this path or it's it's curtains. Oh my God, I don't want to be a good person. But if I don't, what's going to happen? I mean, shouldn't you just do good stuff because it's the right thing to do? Not because there's a reward or a punishment? Well, we only know it's the right thing to do because it was written down 2,000 years ago and told to yeah, us by Jesus, yeah, John. You, you dummy. Yeah, That's what you're saying dummy. to me, you big dummy. And Moses. You can't believe... Yeah, it's like I read a, something where somebody said, uh, uh, Mom, I believe in science. And she says, really? You don't believe in the Bible? Well, no, I believe in science. Well, where do you learn your science? From books. Well, you can't believe everything you read. Right. What? What? Yeah. Except huh? the Bible. Except the Bible. That's God's word, John. See, that's where you, where you don't... Yeah, uh, I fucked it all up. Where yeah. you don't know. God wrote that, man. Yeah. All right? Even with the contradictions and everything. Well, I have a Bible story, John, yeah. as well. So my son, we left Nebraska, and he went with my in-laws and stayed with my brother-in-law, and then they went on this fossil thing, and then they came back. And when they came back, my son had an opportunity to go to church. So he went to uh, some sort of a Sunday school thing yeah. with his cousins. And he, so I asked him about that. I said, well, what did you learn? Well, we learned about this guy. What was his name? And I said, Jesus? No. Moses? No. His name was, started with an S, like Sal? Saul? I said, Saul. Okay, go with that. What did you learn about him? Well, we learned that he did not like Christianity and did not like God, and he went around murdering people who believed in Christianity. So then God made him blind. Okay. (laughs) And then what? Well, then we discussed it. You mean, so they told the story and then you all shared your thoughts on what happened? Yeah. Did you see anything? No. Well, what do you think about that story? Well, I think that you shouldn't go murdering people and you shouldn't say anything bad about God or you might be blinded by God. Oh, great. (laughs) That's fucking great. So then I'm thinking, what the fuck? I've never heard this story. So I looked it up, John, and I have it right in front of me. Saul, who was later the Apostle Paul. Apostle. Apostle. Before he met the Jesus, he was very against Christianity. Now, he didn't murder anybody. (laughs) (laughs) According to my son, he was like a serial killer. (laughs) But he didn't murder anybody. But he did, uh, according to legend... He did, according to fairy tale, he did help incarcerate Christians for their beliefs. And then he met Jesus, and then he converted. And that's when he became an apostle, and he spread the word of Christianity. But that's already after God had blinded him. Now, did Jesus ever uh, take away the blinding? Didn't Jesus heal a blind man? Was that Paul? Was that Saul? Saul? Yeah, so anyway, these 2,000-year-old fairy tales, and now my son is afraid that if he were to speak against the yeah. Lord or uh, do anything to, to um, well, I guess I just already said it, that he might be blinded by God. So that's great. Isn't that great? Well, it says here, uh, 
the Pharisee Saul's conversion to the on the road of to Damascus is one of the most well known events of Bible history. Saul, spelled S A U L, rhymes with Paul, had been a deadly enemy of Christians, but the Christ himself brought about his conversion, after which Saul became known as Paul. Not only one of the greatest Christians that have ever lived, but a man who was given to write through his epistles much of the New Testament record. Oh, he was only blinded for three days, John. Yeah. According to my son, he was a mass murderer (laughs) and was blinded forever. What are they teaching over there in this Bible uh, whatever? And this is the same... So my in-laws are the same ones who... When we were vacationing one time and we were watching The Lion King, got very offended because there was murder in The Lion King. So that type of of murder is not okay. But fictional fairy tale murder where Sal didn't even murder anybody, but according to Bible school, he did, and that's why he was blinded. For eternity, because they never finished the story, I guess. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, that pisses me yeah. off. Well, I brought up also in our discussion that, you know, God is not a merciful God. He, uh, if you remember, I said he killed all of the firstborn in Egypt. And I was told, no. That's because they were all sinners. Ramsey did that. Ramsey's, he brought it on himself. He brought it on them. Yeah. <laughs> I went, okay, um, I'll have, honey, can I have another beer? And I'm going to bed. I can't talk to these people. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I just don't get it at all. I mean, the, the, the thought of this 2,000-year-old mythology that, that can dictates your daily life. Yeah is fucking something I do not understand and I will never understand. And that I think that's where uh when you when you have a conversation you're coming from so different the places you're coming from are so different that nothing's ever going to happen except people are going to get, you know, upset. Yeah. And then when you when you start ex- explaining or reciting passages from the old testament they say well no cognitive dissonance that's, that's the old testament yeah, confirmation the new bias testament. and i say well no if in the new testament they reference the old law all the time they even jesus talks jesus about said, he's not going to change the old law i'm here to reinforce it that's right according to saul well paul that's that's just like you know that's not like it's the way it's interpreted. Okay, Here's everybody the interprets it differently. Do you believe in talking snakes? That's the question, right there. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's I've if, heard that before. If you don't, if you don't believe in talking snakes, the whole thing falls yeah. apart. I mean, that biologist was talking to a snake in Prometheus. <laughs> Come here, little buddy. Come here. Ah, yeah, but face. the snake wasn't talking back. Oh, no, that's not the yet. important part. He was about to say something, and then he just got pissed. Even the engineers couldn't speak it to English, John. <laughs> rug rock, walk, 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 rug rock. Say what now? Rug rock. 
It's just, it's so ridiculous. I, I just, it's incomprehensible to me. Yeah. Incomprehensible. It's like reading the night before Christmas and basing your life on that. Yeah. 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, and on, to top that off, uh, they did this another poll, another poll, and they asked people, who are you more likely to vote for? And atheists, once again, were at the bottom of the poll. Like, people would vote for sex offenders before they would vote for atheists to hold office. But the good news is uh, the percentages have gone up a little bit. Yeah. So they they weren't as bad as a year ago. Like a year ago, only 2% of the population would vote for an atheist. Now it's like 12% or something. Yeah. You know, um, in Ezekiel 4, 12 through 13, uh they talk about eating shit cakes. <laughs> eating shit yeah, cakes? Yeah, it says, and thou shalt eat as barley cakes, and thou shalt bake it with dung that cometh out of man in their sight. And the Lord said, even thus shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, whither I will drive them. Wow. Yeah. 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 Not sure what that means. Whither I will drive them. Yeah. Yeah. One wonders what nutritional or moral value it would serve the people to eat human feces with their bread as God ordered. All right, John, moving on. Yeah. Celebrity news. We'll get this through this yeah, quickly. Yeah, we got to get through this, quickly. man. It is ele- it's 11 o'clock, Scott. It's, Justin Bieber it's is 11. in celebrity news. It's um, it's vet. Seven minutes. The Bieber, he boasts about his giant manhood. What? Uh, he says his fans got it right when they nicknamed, nicknamed, <laughs> nicknamed him, <laughs> nicknamed his manhood after a giant. Bieber's have dubbed the stars' privates Jerry after one of the world's tallest men. Ex-basketball player Jerry somebody who is seven feet five inches, and the Bieber backed that up. Ask if he's measured up. Justin boasts, yep, the fans named my penis Jerry, which is funny. Why Jerry? Um, Jerry was actually the largest man. Yeah. Apparently the Biebs, who weighs all of 80 pounds, is well hung. All right, another celebrity news, John, if I can get my mouse to work here. Come on! Who docks? Glenn Beck, John. You know Glenn Beck? Yeah, I've heard of him. He signs a new... $100 $100 million contract. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't that just ruin your oh. day? Oh. You know what I could do with $100 million bucks? Glenn Beck. I could put it in an annuity earning 6%. <laughs> an annuity. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many years that's for. Glenn Beck. $100 million. They don't say. That's just disgusting. Disgusting. It's kind of like shades of gray. Fifty shades of gray being so successful. Shades of disgusting. Piece of shit. All right. Um, Lindsay Lohan in Celebrity News, John. I don't know if you know this, but she's on a new movie. Somebody actually hired her to be in a movie. Uh, And she's on the Liz and Dick set. If I put it in an annuity, hundred million. Yeah. 
You know how much I would get for the next 50 years? Per, per year? Per month. Per month? $523,785. Holy shit. Per month in an annuity earning growing with a 6% growth rate. Growing. All right, back to Lindsay Lohan. She's in a movie. Somebody hired her, John. Liz and Dick is the name of the movie. You know what that's about? <laughs> no. Liz and Dick. It's about Elizabeth Taylor and uh, Dick. Dick who? I don't know who. But Lindsay Lohan is portraying Elizabeth Taylor. But, John, the cast and crew are getting sick of Lindsay Lohan and her diva demands and poor acting. Whoa. Uh, there's a scathing story of a rebelling crew getting sick of her delusional attitude. An insider claims that Lohan shows up hours late to work and rarely knows her lines. She also demanded a huge A-list star for her comeback, suggesting names like Gerard Butler, Robert Downey Jr., or Brad Pitt to star beside her, despite the film being made for TV. Wow. If this story is accurate, John, I put her in the death pool. She'll be dead before she's 30. If she's that goddamn delusional. Next celebrity story. You know story. what I'd have in 20 years with $100 million? <laughs> Let's see. 500 a month would be... No. $6 million a year after 20 times 20. $120 million. No, no, Plus no. the original 100, you'd have $220 million. No. Would if I took that hundred million, yeah, and I bought uh, twenty million shares at fifty bucks a share, earning an annual dividend of two dollars per share at a growth rate of two percent, you know how much I have no. in twenty years? No, three billion two hundred fifty-five million eight hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred seventy-eight dollars and sixty cents. Wow! As you can see, after how many years? <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> How about 10? Just 10. Let's just say five. Five years. I just stick it in there. $1,343,283,113.76. Wow, John. Wow. That's a lot. That's just earning 6% annualized return and reinvesting the dividends from my investment of $2 a share. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that. That cocksucker. I'm thinking about that. Give me a hundred million. I need a hundred million. I'll turn it into a billion in five years. Nice. Maybe I should just start with ten thousand. Nice. What would I get for ten thousand, you wonder? I don't know. I really don't wonder. You don't? No. Oh, okay. Do you wonder? Do you have ten thousand lying around? Yeah. Yeah. You should do that. How many shares do you get for fifty bucks a share? I don't know. For ten thousand. I have no idea. A hundred times fifty is is ten thousand? <laughs> no, two hundred times fifty. Yeah. Go right? with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Over five years. I could turn that into thirteen thousand four hundred and thirty two. Nice. After twenty after years. Five though. years. But after twenty years. We're talking 32558 Yeah, it's like triple. Yeah. Triple what you put in there. All right, uh, final celebrity story, John right. Stewart. John Comedy Stewart. Comedy Central holds That's John right. Stewart. 
regularly bashes American multimillionaires for their wealth while ignoring the awkward fact that he's one of them. Though Stewart distances himself from the one percenters and bellows over the extravagance, his bank accounts bear all the marks of the multi-multi-multi-multi-millionaires that he mocks. How about that? They're saying that John Stewart, if he keeps up the earning pace that he has now, will be more wealthy at Romney's age when he gets to Romney's age. Does that make sense? Yeah, but here's the difference with that. The difference is, is John Stewart is not afraid of paying more taxes. He has no problem with it. He said it before. You know, although when he and Buffett say that, Pendulette says, go ahead then, pay more taxes. Nobody's telling you you can't. Go ahead and do it. But even if they try to do it, you can't do it. You can't give more money back. I remember Steve Dahl talking about his dad was talking about he doesn't need the Social Security. He's got enough money. He's been trying to give his Social Security benefit back to the government because he doesn't need it. He keeps writing letters. Give it to somebody who needs it. I don't need it. And that's true, isn't it? Yes. That is true. That's what Neil Peart was talking about. People get rich and then they get really nice and they take care of the poor. But then they read Ayn Rand and they go, fuck those peasants. This is mine. Right. Fuck that. They didn't do anything to deserve it. Oh, no, they just made all those little fucking iPads for you to be filthy fucking rich. You didn't do anything for it. Oh, I had an idea. It's mm. like winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could win the lottery. And, and, you know, this goes back to the whole argument about demand versus... And this is where Obama totally fucked up. Giving the money to the banks... Let you know. I don't know if the banks would have failed or not, but any bank that's able to to borrow at zero percent and then buy treasury bonds like they're going out of style and earn one and a half to two percent, uh, it's just ridiculous. And then not loan any money to anyone, so they're not building houses or whatever. And I could understand they they're afraid we'll get back into this mess. But really, I think you got to nationalize savings and loan. Back it up by by insurance from government money. Regulate it. Re- well, I don't even think you need to regulate it. That's the whole problem. The Glass-Steagall Act, it was a law that said investment banks had to remain as investment banks and savings and loan are savings and loan. There's no crossing over. And savings and loan, you were always guaranteed by the the federal savings and loan uh, insurance of up to $100,000. And that should have increased with inflation. And they they should just bring that back, and you would need no regulation. You don't need anybody to go in there. Of course, you still need the SEC because the investment banks, those guys, I mean, you just got to watch that movie again. Um, What's that movie? Inside Job. Watch it over and over and over again, and you start. It starts kicking in that once the investment bankers decided, "Hey, man, we're risking our own money here. This is not cool. We need to risk somebody else's money." And then 
we could make shitloads of dough off of the fees and all this stuff and and mitigate all the risk to ourselves. And that's this thing with Jamie Dimon. He loses $2 billion. It's no big deal, right? It's it's somebody else's fucking money. It's somebody else's. It's 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 somebody's it's fucking pension. ridiculous. Yeah. Somebody's pension fund or whatever. And they take super risky investments and it's not their money. When it was investment banks, it was private investors that bared all the risk. And sometimes taxes, heavy taxes levied or taxes for transactions that are levied on people like that, that creates risk as well. Shit, if I make tons of money, it's going to be risky. So in order to avoid that, I want deductions. The only way I'll get deductions is if I reinvest it into my own company. And then we get back to demand. If people aren't working, they're not buying anything. Right. And that's all bullshit. If you reduce taxes for really rich people, what are they going to do? They're going to put it in their pockets. They're not going to trickle it down and go, you know what? We need to hire more people because we have too much money. We need to buy a bigger grill. (laughs) And even if they did buy a bigger grill, how many jobs would that make? A job for one guy? They couldn't consume enough with all that money to actually make more demand. Well, in Mitt Romney's defense, he is a job creator because he gets custom elevators built for his cars. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck needs that? So you got to get how many jobs could you create out for one guy? At least guy? twenty for to build a custom to design and build yeah. a custom elevator for a fucking car in a garage. <laughs> All right, yeah. moving on, John. Science news. We'll get just get through the headlines of science news. All right, science. Um, uh, let's see. There was a study about red genitalia. Ooh. I don't know what the details are because we're just going through the headlines. Uh, here, here's one. Sugar makes you stupid, John. <laughs> study well, shows high that's fructose definitely, diet. That's definitely what's wrong with me. It's got to be the sugar. It makes you fat, too. Sabotage. 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 Learning and memory. How about that? I can vouch for that. There's a gonorrhea superbug spreading in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's something. You know what my porn name is? No. John Aria. John Aria. John Aria. I thought it was Miles Long. That is. That's the other one. Miles Long and John Aria. A Maryland teen wins world's largest school science competition. How about that? Yeah. Uh, colored potato chips slow snacking. <laughs> <laughs> they did a science story. They did a study, John. It's not a story. They did a, a science study. study. Uh, men to find determine. dumb women more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> we could have told them that. It's about it's about effort, right? Yeah, it's easier to get her in the sack. Yeah, I find her more attractive. Yes, this smart one. I'm gonna have to work on for uh, a couple of weeks. Forget it. Um, let's see. MIT engineers create device that painlessly <laughs> injects medicine at nearly the speed of sound. How about that? <laughs> for what? If you go get a vaccine. Oh. You want it fast. Like, my uncle is terrified of needles. Yeah. Terrified. 
but this, you don't even feel it and injects it uh, without the needle. Uh, what does it do? <laughs> like punch in the face with it? Yeah. No needle. No, it goes Just in the arm. Trauma. But it it uh, does something with air at the speed of sound. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Uh, here's a PSA for the lady listeners of uh, TTN: uh, Avoid water injury. Uh, this is if you're. This is if you're gonna go <laughs> water skiing. You're going to go water skiing yeah. or tubing. Oh, in the area. There's something they call it a water skiing douche. <laughs> I've had that in my <laughs> asshole. Did I ever tell you that story? No, I don't think so. Wow. Oh, the first time I ever went water skiing. <laughs> Joe told half the story at the party on Saturday about how I didn't let go of the rope and they could see my face and my mustache through the water wave. Where's your ass got well, to do that, with that? That was the first. And then... I finally got up on the skis, and I was doing about 70 miles an hour, and uh, I slipped backwards, and the water shot up my asshole, and I swear, my my a-hole opened up as wide as my fist, and a little piece of poo came out into my shorts like a rock. It was like a rock came out of my anus, and I said, okay, I've had enough. I... So that I was your like, last water I felt like an in- inmate. I never went water skiing again. Well, this is what this article I is had talking a giant about. Giant anal douche. Summer is starting, John. There's going to be more people out on the water, water skiing, tubing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you want to avoid this. Although rarely mentioned, water skiing poses certain dangers to both men and women. Besides the obvious dangers of drowning or colliding with a boat <laughs> or propeller, severe injuries to the vagina. <laughs> The perineum or rectum Damn near killed them. can occur when water skier falls into the water at high speed. Depending on the location of impact, the water skier may end up with water skiing douche or water skiing enema. Enema, that's what I got. I got the water skiing enema. Oh. This unintentional maneuver causes a flood I of water an, to an enter. episiotomy to my ass. Into the vagina or rectum. The worst case scenario is severe lacerations. Oh, yeah. It can rip your ass open. Or a rectal blowout. (laughs) That's what I had. Uh, (laughs) Anal lake water. Prompt treatment is imperative, John. Yes. I treated it with alcohol. (laughs) I drank the pain away. You know an injury has occurred if the presence of blood seeping from the vagina or rectal area. (laughs) Bleeding can start unexpectedly and can turn into a medical emergency very Whoa. quickly. So this is a TTN PSA. summer PSA. PSA. Uh, well, what do they say to... Oh, avoid this by wearing the right gear. Yeah. Was there like an anal plug or Let something? Let me see. There might be. There might be some uh, sort of anal cover. Da, 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 da. Wear regular swimsuits. Yeah, I wore that. I didn't hold like, on, ski hold on. naked. Many of them <laughs> unwittingly wear regular swimsuits. Oh, I see. Which offer no protection against pressurized water injuries. I found that out. Uh, so, if you're planning summer fun, be sure to take a water skiing expert and get fitted with the proper <laughs> water skiing wear <laughs> to avoid the potential fatal.
anal water skiing. So it's an anal vajayjay protector. Enema. It must be some sort of a mesh, uh, nanotechnology mesh uh, thing. Like Kevlar for your yeah, anus? Like Kevlar. Like when you see the Dark Knight trailers yeah. and the guy's got the Kevlar. He's got the anal and yeah. pubic Kevlar. You put that over your crotch. Your pubic bone. And you're good to go. So you don't get your boys knocked out. Hold on, I'm not done with science here, My John. son hit me in the ankle with a fucking fastball two weeks ago, and I couldn't perform my squats. <laughs> hey, Dad, I'm going to I'm gonna. Why didn't pitch. you catch it? Because I, I, it, it was a quick hop, and I pulled my glove up. You know how you like, oh, ole, and it's the ole move. So I went down on my left knee, and I like... Swept my glove up in the air, but it didn't. It didn't bounce up. It just shot right into my ankle. And he he's into this shit now because of baseball camp, where they whip the ball as hard as they can to each other to play catch. <laughs> when I drove up, he was across the street yeah. playing catch with some girls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Other science news: old person smell is real, John. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Uh, other science news. Um, you know we're going to smell soon. We're at 48, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, you smell like an old person. Study finds people who believe in heaven commit more crimes. Yep. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's because they'll be forgiven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, any politics <laughs> Lord, worth give mentioning? Give me the power to stop this killing. Uh, oh, my God. Just quick politics. Missouri taxpayers fund a 24-hour security camera for a Limbaugh statue. (laughs) So in Missouri, they built a Limbaugh statue. They're scared of vandalism, so now they have to pay for 24-hour surveillance. Oh, Oh, I would be pissed if I lived in Missouri. To be in orbit with the Mir space station on my own power. Eliminating gas from the digestive system downwards through the rectum... No, no, no. But, but yes, but well, maybe not. Uh, Pakistani. Yeah. A doctor is jailed for helping the CIA find I knew a guy named Pakistanli. <laughs> oh, did you hear this one? <laughs> I said that to my uncle once. He's named Stan. I called him Pakistanli. <laughs> he almost fucking shot me in the face with an AR-15. Now we so pissed. One of the podcasts, we did a story yeah. about Mitt Romney being a total douche to some kid who turned yeah. out to be queer. Yeah. Uh, he, he had his friends hold him down and he cut his hair off. This yeah. other story came out that Mitt Romney used to impersonate a police officer. <laughs> oh, he, his dad or he took a uniform because his dad was the governor and he used to pull people you over. As a police officer and give him a bunch of shit. I mean, is this the guy that we want to be uh, hey, the president? I don't think so. No. Hey, I'm a police officer. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm Detective John Kimball. No, you're Detective Mitt Romney. <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. Uh, quick religious Hello, headlines. There's now a law that allows creationism to be taught in Tennessee public schools. Uh. How about that? Uh, in the U.S., Excellent. 46% hold creationist view of human origins. 46%. Yeah, that was another topic uh, Saturday night. I More said, than half the people. Look, you know, keep your Jesus praying uh, at the Catholic school. 
It has no business in my public school. I don't. I don't like it. Right. What did they say to that? Did they agree? Uh, they agreed. No. They totally agreed right. with it. Uh, Cephalo Dollar. Remember him? No, I'm sorry. Creflo Dollar. <laughs> Creflo Dollar. Don't know him. He makes a ton of money. He's one of these uh, televangelists. Yeah. He denies punching and choking his daughter. So that's <laughs> ongoing. All right. Um, oh, another story about faith healing parents watch their child die. And get this, John, they won't be getting jail time. Oh. Uh, let's see. A pastor in Houston publicly comes out as an atheist. How about that? And get this, John. I don't know if you heard this. This happened today I'm or yesterday. Egypt just elected a new president. Oh, let's right? see. What was his tagline? <laughs> Do you have it? I have no, it. No, I don't. What is it? Today. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> today. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Today. Hold on. Hold on. Today, we can establish Shira law because our nation will acquire well-being only with Islam and Shira. The Muslim Brothers and the Freedom of Justice Party will be the conductors of these goals. The Quran is our constitution. The Prophet is our leader. Jihad is our path and death in the name of Allah is our goal. So how about that? Egypt's been around for what? Four thousand years. <laughs> they finally have an election. Yeah, and they elect and this asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Their first election. And That's I, just great. I, I felt like he was here on the show, right there. <laughs> it, it was like I was there when he was giving that speech. But here it just goes back to the W again. The W thinking that he can go. These people elected this fucking moron. Yeah. The W. The the uh, arrogance to think he can go to the Middle East and give them democracy at the barrel of a gun. Yeah. Okay, so they finally got democracy in Egypt because of the spring uprising or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> and then they vote this asshole in. Yeah. That's just great. I think well, it's perfectly reasonable. Let's see how long that democracy lasts. It's fuzzy math. I see it all the time. That needs to be fixed. Damn the consequences. We said Just this in, the, in the, one of the first episodes, John. In Pardon the me? top ten episodes. First Pardon top ten. We said. Pardon me? You gotta have the separation of church and state for it, to even define a democracy. And for this guy to come out and say that Shira is going to guide our constitution. Yeah. That's not a democracy. And then I hear Obama's calling him up and congratulating him. Come on. What the fuck is that? I guess my answer to that is... Right on, W. <laughs> that's a very interesting question. All right, that's all I yeah. have, John. Yeah. All right, look at that, Phil. Right on time. Are you going to get the door? Right on time. Yeah, let me get the door. Hey, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. He's trying to make the dog bark. Are you ready, Phil? Of course not. I'm always ready. I don't, my, hold on, I don't have my cans on yet, but I'm always ready, of course. All right, I'm in position. I'm ready to go. Got a lot to cover, John. A lot has happened. 
with your award-winning TTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Play it on. She kissed a girl and her fiancé didn't like yeah. it. He didn't like it at all. A man faces trial for assault and resisting police after police say he turned violent when his fiancé kissed another woman. John Vincenti, 40, of Ferndale, was ordered Thursday to stand trial at Olkin County, County Circuit Court following <laughs> yeah. a preliminary examination. Police were called to the house on the 3200 block of Bermuda that Vincent shares with his fiancé after a neighbor reported a loud fight. Police said they arrived and found the suspect's fiancé, 35, and royal old couple who had earlier been celebrating the fiancé's birthday along with Vincenti. All three were outside the house of the driveway and yard and littered with broken glass and some household items. Police said another man, his girlfriend, and the fiancé were highly intoxicated. The fiancé was bleeding from her lower lip, and the other man had severe lacerations on her forehead and face. The Ferndale Police Sergeant Pat Jones said the other woman told us she and her boyfriend had been celebrating and the suspect, his fiance, when Vincenti came, became upset because she and the fiance kissed at one point. Witnesses told police Vincenti, Vincenti began punching his fiance and the other woman <laughs> stepped in and punched him. The other woman, 42, grabbed a frying pan. I think I brought some audio in you. And hit the suspect in the head with it before he took it away and used it to strike her 38-year-old boyfriend. It related girlfriend-boyfriend stupidity, John. A man bailed from a moving vehicle early Sunday morning following a quarrel with his girlfriend in Phoenix. Tommy Thompson said something sparked off an argument between the 27-year-old dad and his girlfriend as they were traveling north on 7th Avenue. The two were passengers on a 95 Chevy pickup. At the time, the boyfriend opened the passenger door and jumped out of the moving vehicle, sustaining life-threatening injuries. He was transported to a local hospital where he's in extreme critical condition, said the police. Police said the driver was not impaired when officers evaluated him, and there are not charging. There are no charges pending the incident. Next story, John. I don't know if you know this, John, but Chris Brown, Chris Brown, and Rihanna are reportedly dating again. No. Why you ask? Beats me. Next story, John. I don't care. <laughs> That's funny. Beats me. I just got it. It's dumb. Kanye West to make a new album of animal noises. Turns out dating Kim Kardashian is now only the second stupidest thing. All right. Kanye West will ever do. In related news, John, Kim Kardashian compares herself to the Virgin Mary. Since becoming rich and famous without talent or ability is nothing short of a miracle. Next story, John. Next story, John. I'm, I'm getting to it, man. My head slipped off the remote. A half-naked woman in hot pink duct tape attacks, injures three cops. This is out of Seattle, John. A half-naked woman wearing hot pink duct tape attacked and injured three police officers in a bizarre incident. Saturday night outside the Lower Queen Anne Bar. The outlandish drama began at 8 p.m. when the woman began stripping off her clothes inside the bar and sticking hot pink duct tape on her upper body. The bartender ordered her to leave, but she refused. She then grabbed the bartender's arm, injuring him. 
After that, she attacked another female customer by clawing and scratching her face. Police were called as they pulled off the women ran outside and down the street, ducking into a nearby KFC Taco Bell restaurant and hiding in the woman's restroom. The officers found her and brought her outside, putting her in handcuffs. But as officers turned to place her inside the patrol car, she suddenly freaked out. She began kicking at the legs and head of one officer. As police tried to pull her back inside the patrol car, she suddenly, suddenly, suddenly did an over-the-head backflip and tumbled out of the other side. Once outside the car, officers tried to get her under control. She kicked one officer in the head causing a slight concussion. Another officer was kicked in the hand, which severed the tendon in his right pinky. The third officer was kicked in the jaw, causing swelling and slight dislocation. All three officers and suspects were taken to the Harbor Medical Center. At the hospital, the suspect again went out of control and had to be given medication and eventually knocked her unconscious. The officers were treated and released, John. Next story. No. A couple commits suicide in a cemetery, John. Tragic yet convenient. This is out of Iowa. Investigators believe that a Davenport couple found dead near an eastern Iowa town cemetery committed suicide. The Waterloo Courier reports that 38-year-old Matthew Van Vals and his wife, 31-year-old Leah Van Vals, both had self-inflicted gunshot wounds. Next story, John. <laughs> gunshot wounds. A drummer is in the news, John. A drummer no. has been accused of performing a sex act, <laughs> a sex act, a sex act on himself while driving on a busy interstate. A female motorist reported a driver later identified as Ronald Ayers was performing a sex act on himself while driving on I ninety five near Ormond Beach. The thirty six year old Jacksonville musician drummed up an excuse for the deputy who later pulled him over. Ayers said he's a drummer who commutes between Jacksonville to Daytona Beach and frequently simulates playing the drums while driving by hitting his steering wheel with drumsticks, which were found between his two front seats. But the woman was sticking to her story and reportedly insisted that it was not possible that she mistook the drumsticks for his giant shaft. Oh. Next story, John. <laughs> A mother is outraged, John. She's outraged that a teacher allegedly molested her 16-year-old son. In related news, the father also complains about sore shoulder from all the high-fiving. In related sore arm news, John. Man severs real estate agent's arm. Realtor is out of commission. (laughs) Police said Saturday they have arrested a man after he seriously injured three people in a rampage with a katana. At the Utsatomushi real estate agent, according to police, Hafumi Kawada, 63, from Fuchu, or do you say fuck you, in Tokyo, <laughs> attacked the president of Daikyo Home and two other employees with a Japanese sword just after 3 p.m. Fuck you! The 65-year-old company president's left arm was severed in the attack. Kawada brought what a else? sword into the office, hit it in a golf case to avoid attracting attention. He had been involved in a dispute (laughs) over repairs to his apartment that was damaged in last year's March 11th disaster. Next story, John. 
cock push-ups? It's where you fucking lay down flat on the ground, and then you let your boner lift you up off the ground. I brought some audio in for this next story, John. A man makes so much noise dropping a deuce, he f- his frightened neighbors call police. Police rush to a Victorian housing complex after a man struggles on the toilet were so noisy that a concerned neighbor called 911. It happened Wednesday at 5 a.m. at the home on Empress Avenue. A woman heard moaning and yelling coming from the man's basement suite. So officers arrived to check out his well-being, according to the deputy writing on the Vic PD operations blog. After repeated knocks and announcements by the officers, the man opened the door. When questioned about the amount of noise he was making, the man explained that he had been essentially, in his own different words, on the toilet, having his morning constitutional, but he was now done. The man promised to keep it down in the future. Next story, John. A lumber store's inventory of wood doubles when a naked woman walks in. I think we've already read this story, John. I'm going to skip that one. Chinese soccer fan dies after not sleeping for 11 days in order to watch Euro 212 2012 match. Did you get that, John? A Chinese soccer fan died? Yeah. Not sleeping for 11 days in order to watch every Euro 2012 match. Doctors suspect he died of boredom. Next story, John. Next story, John. Rodney King. I don't know if you've heard this, but Rodney King has died, John. He drowned. Drowned. Rodney King's friends say weed had nothing to do with his death because when it comes to smoking, he was a professional. Can't we all just get a bong? (laughs) Next and last story, John. A large crowd. A large crowd. The wayward goat has been spotted several times. <laughs> now we have the round. Next and last story. Man divorces wife because of too much pussy. Cheating? Money issues? Falling out of love? All could be reasons to get a divorce. But for one man in southern Israel, the final straw that led him to seek a divorce. This week was his wife's decision to bring home 550 cats. <laughs> what? Cats. That, that's like the, the plot ending that Prometheus had. I saw it coming. So obvious. Settle down, Scott. The cats apparently got in his way. They blocked his access to the bathroom, kept him from preparing meals in the kitchen, and jumped onto the table as he ate and stole his food. Oh, my God. Here, pussy, pussy. He was also unable to sleep in his bedroom because the surface of the material, marital bed, was constantly covered with cats who refused to lie on the floor. <laughs> what are you, the aardvark from Pink Panther? The paper what reports. the fuck is that? The couple tried to reconcile at the behest of the court, but the, the wife of the co- wouldn't be part. She wouldn't part with her pussy. Says, and instead <laughs> split with her husband. <laughs> and that's the news. A pussy scissors. I'm Phil McCracken. Wake up. <laughs> with total talk nonsense. All right, then. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta do some salmon fishing.
right then. Phil yeah, is in. He's, he's out. out. He's Always in and out of the house. All right, John, that brings to a close. Yeah. TTN 254. 254, John. 254 episodes. Are we on for next week? Next yeah, week. Yeah, why not? I'm Fourth going to July Ravinia. Week. I'm going to Ravinia on Friday. It's America's birthday. The greatest country in the world, Scott. I'm this a guy. Greatest country green on the face of, of the earth given of God's by God. Green earth. Yes. By and, the Lord. Oh, I'll be heading up the up north uh, oh. for the fourth there. You're going to have to get that. Uh, well, you know, you can record right off the iPad. Oh, I'll be available Monday. Oh, I Monday. I think we're leaving on the fourth. Right nice. on. But my new iPad, I'm still right exploring on. my new iPad, John. Exploring. I'll have iPad updates. Explore your iPad. <laughs> in, in upcoming shows. Yeah, hey, I had and, to bring uh, it to the theater. What the fuck? Yes, I had to bring my iPad to the theater. And it didn't do any good. Yeah. All right, then. 2.54 yeah. comes to a close. Well, that's all we got for this weekend, that's Scott. That's we got. That's right. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Good night, Scott. You're listening to John and Scott. On Total Talk Nonsense.